We are back. What's up? John Jordan's here. John Muir here too. I thought you had something else going on. I, I feel like you wanted me to say it for you. I, said, I feel like he was, waiting, he was waiting on me to say it too. But I, I like to let people introduce themselves. But yeah, we're back. It's another week. Three My, geeks in a pod. Three geeks in a pod. Me, me him, and you. you. What's up? It's another week. <laughs> I said that already. Uh, yeah. The weekend was good. NBA Finals tonight. I'm feeling good. It's I'm feeling good. I was a little little bummed out because some shit with the Star Wars fans. But we, we're gonna get to them. We're gonna get to them. Let's stick to the good. The weekend was good. Yeah, it was calm. Let's chill. Okay. Watch that Jurassic Park Dominion movie. You watched cool. Jurassic Park? Yeah, right. Well, t- get into that. We ain't gotta get into a lot, but because I didn't, I heard not too many good things. But you said it was pretty good. It was okay. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It's not like I don't follow Jurassic Park the way like you know what I mean. We follow like comics and movies. Okay, so you're, so you're not a so Jurassic I'm, purist. No, 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 I'm not a purist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, not a, <laughs> I'm not like a. I'd be lying if I said I'm a hardcore long time fan. You know what I mean? Like gotcha. I, I watched it when it comes out. If it's like on TV, I'll watch it. Or if I walk in and my girl's watching it, or whatever, I'll watch it. So, I mean, this last movie, I went because they were going. It wasn't like gotcha. it was, it wasn't like I was hardcore waiting for this and I was like trying to be the first to see it. Nah, but was, you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was, okay. There was moments, you know. Yeah. I didn't mind. Uh, it wasn't, I mean, it, it It seemed like it was It was playing uh, paying a lot of homage to to the older cast. You know what I mean? Cause from the first Jurassic Park movies and shit. Kind mm, of like giving them their moment to shine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't, it didn't take away, but I think it was done well. It didn't take away from the new cast, like Chris Pratt and, and his the cast that been in the last two movies. So it was always like story A, story B kind of life. So mm. it was pretty good. Why did you think? I see people saying like I see people online saying like it's 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 kind of become like the Fast and Furious of, of dinosaur movies. How you feel? Like, is, it, is it similar? Like, okay, yeah, I, mean, I can see why they feel like that. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. This is not repetitive. No, that's not, but not, I mean, it's not a dig because I mean Fast and Furious is highly successful. Yeah, I mean it's highly successful. I mean it did. It, it the the premise for it always kind of seems some sort of similar. You know what I mean? Something happens with fucking dinosaurs. Right. Um, so at the end of the goddamn movie, there's always a T-Rex fighting something. It's kind of like how it goes, and this one follows that too. So, but I mean, again, it wasn't bad. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't have a whole lot of bad to say. Something about Something Jurassic always happens. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Dra- yeah. Jurassic. Yeah, we understood. Jurassic. Get it? Dra- okay. No. Let's move on, bro. All right. No more Jurassic Park. I didn't see the movie, but I might check it out now that he's at that. But anyway, on to Star Wars Obi Wan. Episode 4, we've seen episode 4 now. Episode 5 comes out later this week. Episode 4, a little bit of a lighter episode, but fast, but fast-paced. Yes. Like, fast-paced, like, jump right into it. I was kind of expecting, like, a lot of people were, like, maybe Obi-Wan was going to be, like, down for a bit, you know. But then again, it's a six-episode series. And it's like, we, we talked about this before with the six-episode series, where it kind of, like, had, like, that almost, like, movie structure. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is like you know they've structured this kind of like almost film like so like they didn't have the you know Obi heals and trains up montage and all that shit like it was like he got into the back to tank what you know the back to tank he heals you up real quick heals you up to at least where he could get mobile again and then plus he's you know a force user comes out of that thing and he has to go get Leia right away, you know. And of course, this episode like episode four, and it play it paid homage to episode four. Oh, and that guy go save Leia mm. on an you know an empire in an empire. Not of course not the Death Star, but an empire yeah. base structure, whatever. And 
you know, I've seen people online, like, giving him a hard time about, like, the this, this, this scene where him and Leia, they're escaping. And, you know, he's, like, he has in the trench coat. It's, like, it's a little goofy scene. It's a little funny scene. Like, oh, that's it's so ridiculous. They Disney-fied it. It's, it's, this is, this is what happens when you don't understand history. Like, I don't understand, like, at what point, at what point did Star Wars just, just become, like, this gritty, gritty, like, kill him, kill him, slice Hardcore, him up, like, yeah, shit, like, what yeah, did this like, become, this shit ain't, this ain't Lord of the Rings, or, or not Lord of the Rings, but this ain't Game of Thrones. They're, they're space like, Nazis, but they're not real Nazis, everybody, we need y'all to understand that, you know, some like, people there for a paycheck, just letting y'all know, you know what I mean, not everybody <laughs> in the Empire <laughs> is, like, legitimately a hardcore believer, they, some of them are just there because they just so happen to apply, not got even a job, that. you know what I mean? Not, not even that, people act like they don't, people act like they don't remember in the first Star Wars, or maybe they don't remember, because a lot of these kids that get on TikTok and complain about... Uh, Obi Wan or complain about the new Star Wars stuff, which I know some of it you, you know you should complain about it, but not not this. They saying stuff like they Disneyfied it because Obi Wan has Luke, I mean sorry, not Luke, he has Leia under his you know little coat or whatever, and they're trying to get out of the the, the base. You don't remember Luke Skywalker and Han Solo putting on stormtrooper outfits yeah. and walking around, nobody knowing that like <laughs> they wasn't like stormtroopers. Like come on, like this is this is come on, it's, it's fiction, it's fun, and Star Wars has always been like kid friendly while having like a, a massive message that could be for all ages. Like yes, Star Wars can be like you know we've seen at the darkest we've ever seen Star Wars was like Episode three, right? But that's like that's the the, the 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 end of it all, you know, that's the end of the tragedy of Anakin Skywalker. You know, it's right. like a full circle moment. At that, at that point, you know, we only had six movies, and Episode Three, that Revenge of the Sith, that's that full circle moment where you know it is the the fall of the Jedi, the fall of Anakin Skywalker. So it's supposed to be really really dark, and it's supposed to be you know, it got gory. You know, we see Anakin get burnt up and all that stuff. But people act like Star Wars is like that all the time. People act like Star Wars is 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 uh, Force Unleashed all the time. Like, people getting sliced off. <laughs> I said people getting mad because Obi-Wan wasn't slicing the heads off Stormtrooper. When do you know Obi-Wan just be... Like, yes, his big moment is slicing the dude in half. But that's like the one dude that he's ever, like, sliced in half. Everybody be forgetting that the Jedi are pacifists. They're go. peacekeepers. Though. Like, if they can if they can neutralize the enemy without having to slice their head off, they're going to. Yes. Like, their, their first base instinct is to always either, one, avoid conflict, or two finish the conflict in as as many you know what I mean as in as much of a peaceful way as possible right like Darth Vader said even in, that, in the, the Vader series like they, one of their faults was that they fought defensively yeah they fought like, you know what I'm saying with not not in the intention to kill so like you know Obi-Wan he, he's fighting people in there. he has to kill some people in this series but he ain't gonna just turn into a savage and be chopping people's legs yeah and it's he's, a goddamn, he's not Vader it's Star Wars too yeah, man. he's like, not a bad guy the the moments where limbs got cut off in Star Wars, they always were kind of like big or like shocking moments. Like we've only, it, it's not it's not every movie, like it's not or it's not every other scene in the movie. Like you mm. know what I'm saying? Like right. limbs just falling off. Like that's not that's never been Star Wars. Luke got his hand cut off. Obi Wan had to cut a dude's hand off in the bar. Like we haven't seen like a lot of people like just get dismembered. Like. We saw Maul get this member Savage, but it wasn't like you, you're not seeing like the stormtroopers and like the the clone troopers get dismembered. Not in canon, you know what I mean? Not, yeah. it's, not, it's never been that gory in canon. So when people just say like that Obi Wan isn't good because 
Obi Wan didn't slice up the stormtroopers. It's just it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Obi Wan did a lot of cool shit in this episode, but definitely. Yeah. But if you just if you follow what he's doing, he didn't even pick. He didn't even want to use the lightsaber since the series started. So like the fact that he's using it now, this recent episode, he was slicing fuckers and he was slicing fuckers, not in half, but he was slicing slicing these motherfuckers. I think I think this mission, this rescue here, is is uh is like warming up to him like. Being able to become more in tune with how he was as a Jedi before, right? Because, Getting like, back he, into the swing of things. Definitely, he had he like the hardest. Twirl. Yeah, he had like the hardest time catching Leia, but then this time he managed to stop the fucking like the underground water ocean thing from coming in completely yes. underneath the base, and then redirected it while using the lightsaber to block blasters. You, should, you could see if you watch that scene, he looked like, "Oh shit, I still got it!" While he was actually like blocking the blasters, and then he sat here and cut a couple clone, you know, clone troopers, or not clone stars, storm storm troopers. And shit, yeah. I mean, he, he was getting back in the group. People, you just gotta wait, man. If y'all, if y'all want Obi Wan to do some gangster shit, and you can't give it, give it an episode. I don't understand how an entire fan base switches up from one week. Like literally, when we seen episode three, Obi Wan was the best shit that ever came out of Star Wars. You couldn't tell the fan base nothing. They got one. Even if you didn't like episode four, fine, that's fine. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. How does the whole show become garbage because of one episode? Right. People are calling it the, the Reva show. Cut it out. You're full of shit. Cut it out. We know what that shit is. Cut it out. It's not It's not too much. It's too much, Reva. Get out of here. It wasn't too <laughs> much, Reva. All Reva did in this past episode was interrogate Leia. And she actually got some shit done because she tricked Leia into fucking taking a tracker with her that's going to be pivotal in the next episode. So I don't understand this this insane hate for Reva. And also people saying like, they, I saw somebody say, and these, these, these TikTokers, these influencers who, you know, they all got an opinion. I saw somebody say that Reva's been giving too much screen time. We could have been using this screen time for Clone Wars flashbacks. This is this is what I want to talk to people about. There's a difference between fan service and storytelling. And sometimes you got to know when it's time to do storytelling. And you got to know when it's time for fan service. Having Vader in the series at all. Having him come put the smack down on Obi-Wan at all. That's fan service. Having this, having this series is fan service, but it has to tell a story. Reva is clearly central to that story that they are telling. She was the original villain of the series before they brought Vader in. It's not something where it's like you were promised uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan and their adventures. That's not what you were promised. You were promised a series about Obi-Wan that takes place in between episode three and episode four. We knew nothing else besides that. And we knew that, that Vader would be in it. Your fan service. But a story still has to be told. It can't be fan service, fan service every episode. There has to be a story told. And like I, as of now, this is still a theory. But like I've been saying, I believe that Reva is clearly one of the children from the beginning of the series. We've now seen one of the children in the little um, the, the Inquisitor dungeon. Okay. One of the other children, they, they killed and stuffed or whatever put it in the encryption that, 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 that was dark, was dark as shit. hell we gotta get back to that we gonna get back yeah, to yeah, that yeah. so clearly she's one of those kids and that that does go with the story because Anakin Skywalker likely turned her into an Inquisitor or handed her over to the Empire and made her an Inquisitor and, so, and it has to do with Obi-Wan we have to wait for this story to play out but somehow people take one episode and now they hate Obi-Wan and, and this wasn't what we were promised and it's just it's just ridiculous man and I think the, the Star Wars fans are very, very ungrateful. This isn't a situation where it's the sequels, and I actually I understood a lot of the the upheaval and the, the anger. This just seems like people crying over spilled milk, and it ain't even really spilled milk. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I've said it before. I don't mind Reba. I, I actually like her because she, you know what I mean? She got me on the edge of my seat screaming like, cut her in half. You know what yeah. I mean? Usually, you can't, you can't get that reaction from people if she's not doing a good job, though. You I really think the, the genius, too, of episode four, when she's talking to Leia, it's like she's she's talking to her in an evil way, but she's talking to her like she's talking to a child. Like, there's so much, like, she's a genius to how they've written Reva. I really actually like it a lot. Yeah. She's, she's, she's manipulative. Yeah, she's, like, meticulous as fuck. Yes. Like, she plans for the next step. It's, it's crazy because, like, there are moments when you're just, like, Bro, you just got to be patient. Like, as a villain, you're, like, super impatient. But then there's other moments where you're just like, whoa. Yeah, I mean, she really strategically thought that one through. Yeah. So, it's kind of a back and forth. But it's just, actually, I think, I see it as, like, villain growth. She's realizing just lashing out isn't working. So, she's going to start planning. Right. Planning and planning and planning. Because yeah, she awesome. looks a lot calmer now than she did in the beginning. Remember in the beginning? She was, like, slashing everything and, and screaming and stuff. Now, right. she's kind of just, like, you and know. She's putting plans together. She's putting, putting plans together. Yeah. Come on. Probably knew that yelling at Leia wasn't going to work anyway, so she put the tracker on that on that little drone thing, that Lola drone or whatever, you know what I mean? Right. And you were not, pro- all this all this talk going on, you were promised to Anakin and Obi-Wan, so you were not promised that. Well, you were promised a rematch. You were promised that, that you would come back for a rematch, and that's it. You were not promised. Yeah. No, cl- you, you, you sold yourself this idea for Clone Wars flashbacks. That's what I was going to say. Clone Wars flashbacks, yes, that would be cool as fuck. It'd be fucking amazing. It'd be awesome to see those Clone Wars armors in, 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 in real life, and I mean, you know, on screen. And we've asked for that for a long time. And so, a lot of the time, Disney, when it comes to Marvel, when it comes to Star Wars, you ask for it, they're really good at getting it to you. Mm. But does it fit in the story? Is, does, if, if, if Reva's storyline or if or if something that that had to do with Bell Organa and specifically something to do with the Clone Wars and it linked to Obi-Wan and then you had to do Clone Wars flashbacks, it would be something that goes with the storytelling of the series rather than just fan service. It wouldn't really make sense. This show is getting is potentially getting a season two, so it's not like we can't get this later on. Yeah, it's potentially getting a season two. Hayden looks like he's back for the long ride. He's gonna be around for a while, so we don't know what we get in the future. Let's just watch this series and see how it goes. We got two episodes left, and I think it seems like you know every episode is kind of paying homage to the movies that yeah. it's kind of named after. Episode one, episode two, episode three, so four. With five being Empire Strikes Back, and with Reva planting a tracker. On Obi Wan, I believe the next episode is gonna be it's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be some strikes back type shit. It's gonna be like we got you, we, we fucking shit up. The path is gonna be fucked up. You know, some rebels are gonna get away and get to the big rebels or whatever. But I right. think the Empire is about to come put their foot down, and Vader and Reva is about to come put their foot down in a big way, and that'll leave one episode left for the big showdown. Okay, I can see that happening. I wouldn't mind that. Uh, man, I don't understand where everyone's getting all the hate from, bro. Like, it's, it's six episodes, man. We don't even, like, see this character enough for y'all to have this much hate for her. <laughs> like, like you, like you, for it to, for you to be able to claim that it's the character some that you Some of you the people I mean? that hate her only needed to see her once. Yeah, and I, I bet you a lot of them were like that, dog. It's just like, you know, because it'd be different if they were calling into question, like, her acting skills. Like, oh, she's right. not the kind of actor that can really get me. Okay, fine. Well, you know what I mean? Not every actor's for everybody, but, like. Because first it was, first it was, she's too mean. She's 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 too she's too too angry. Too angry. Yeah. She's too angry. That's what's what she's, she's a fucking inquisitor. Could you be more on the nose, guys? I'm saying like this was exactly <laughs> what the fuck they're supposed to be. That's that's how the dark side draws their power. Like I'm so confused. Now we're. What did you want? A cool collective bad guy? What the fuck? Now she's getting too much screen time. She's basically villain B or A, depending on how the fuck you look at this. Like, she is the obstacle. She's the problem. She's the one inquisitor that man is managing to keep up with Obi Wan. All the other ones losing constantly. 
the the fucking Grand Inquisitor didn't even. I don't even think he believed half the time that Obi Wan was around until he actually saw that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And he was gonna take credit for what Reva did. So it's right. just like, it's, she's like the only one there that like can pull an actual threat outside of Vader. Obviously, it's a fucking open. And one. to be honest with you, I like um, I like um, I, I can't remember his name right now. We played in Fast and Furious, and he's playing the um. He was Han in the Fast and Furious. Yeah, he's, he's playing yeah. one of the brothers of the, the, the brothers. And you know, he's really not doing it for me. I don't know if he's maybe not doing too much. And honestly, his scenes haven't just done it for me. Reva and Vader are the only two villains that have had presence. Right. In this in this series, so I don't understand. I, don't, I also don't understand the hate for Reva because when Vader's not around, she's the only villain that has presence. She's the only one. Yeah, I don't know, but but let's let's uh, we'll stick to the Star Wars, right? We'll stick to what we're talking about. But let's go back to what we were talking about about the whole that whole tomb sarcophagus thing they had Yo, going on. That was pretty dark, bro. They had a couple. They had a couple um like Easter eggs in there. One of them was. The character from Clone Wars, with the, the, older, the Jedi. older Jedi, right? They helped Ahsoka in the episode. Yeah, find her lightsabers and yeah, shit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. See what happened to him. Pour one out for the homie. Yeah, he was he was old as fuck, right? Like he was like really old. He was very old. Right, like he like a couple hundred years old, right? I heard he had like a really long lifespan, not as long as Yoda, but pretty long. Right. Yeah, he was the one that had that lightsaber inside of his walking stick, right? Mm-hmm. He just pulled that shit out and was like teaching her about patience and. And how to just kind of like live in the moment and enjoy the moment and your time will come and type shit. Ah, yeah. oh, man, that sucks. And they, they did. What do you, let me ask. Is there, because cause I know Star Wars, but I, I, I'm not, I'm not the encyclopedia you are, right? I'm not. I, 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 Compared to me, though, okay. you're definitely, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I don't know, I'm going to ask you, right? Because you're <laughs> definitely the guy that, that I'm going to ask. Have they ever said what the reason is for all this sarcophagus and tombment of the Jedi thing? This is all new. This is all new, brand new. Never, never been seen before. Then, right? yeah, we've never seen. Because that's not a carbonite bath. Right? That's not that carbonite no, no, bath. No, no, they're dead. No, 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 they're dead. Yeah. No, that's not. That's not. Because yeah, you can frozen. come back to life with that carbonite bath. Yeah, 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 okay. That's so not this, being frozen. In these, these, yeah. these people they're are like, gone. Like, this is. It's like the Inquisitor's uh, trophy room. It's like the Inquisitor's wow. trophy room. They wouldn't have to kill those people while they're alive to have them like that, right? Because they didn't look like anybody was slashed or stabbed or anything. It, the, that little boy looked like he was surprised at what he was looking at. You maybe know, like, I don't know, maybe some weird shit, like they redressed him or something. Uh, I don't it know. Was man. Some crazy shit. That was wild. I didn't, I didn't recognize everybody. Was, was that one almost like bar- barbarianish looking caveman looking Jedi? Was that anybody like prominent? I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I, I don't. I don't feel like I recognize everything that we saw there. I want to talk about some of those people saying. We talked about before the episode. They're talking about Vader. Right. That's why a lot of the online reception. Vader should be more aggressive. Vader should have killed. Or, or, no, I saw someone say Vader should have at least cut Reva's hand off. Are we watching the same series? <laughs> are, we, are we watching the same series? Like it, it's okay. You know, it's okay to be a new Star Wars fan. I want to say that. I want to start off by saying that because I was a new Star Wars fan once. I was telling him this earlier. Like in two thousand four. I was a brand new Star Wars fan. Hadn't seen Star Wars before. Revenge of the Sith was coming out soon. I had a teacher. I can't remember his name right now. He loved Star Wars. And he put he put us all onto it. And like, I started watching every single movie. Got very educated about it. And then I started watching the the, 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 the current stuff. I think a lot of people, like, they get online. They talk about Star Wars now. They're very, like, reactionary. And they don't know the mythos. And they don't know what came before. Right. If you know anything about, like, the old... The original trilogy Star Wars movies. You never saw Vader like just lashing out and like just cutting people up just like viciously. Like, that's not Vader's style. Like, how he picked her up and had her in the air and like 
was it was had that stern voice where I was about to choke her to death, maybe crush her body with the force. That's his style. That's his style. He, he, Vader is a smooth dude. He ain't just lashing out with his lightsaber, just cutting people up all crazy because he's angry. That's not his style. And if you try to say like, you know, oh, well, he cut people up in the in the in the comic books and stuff like that. A lot of those. First of all, two things. A lot of the times in the comic books where you see him like lash out like that, usually he's being portrayed as just becoming Vader, and he's very young. The Vader that we've always seen is at least been Vader for twenty years. This one that we're seeing in the show. That has been better for 10. But this is something that if you study Star Wars, you'll really know. And this this is very important. Even though everything is now canon, you know, from the new Star like from anything that comes out under the Disney umbrella and what they deem canon is canon, all that stuff, right? That's all true, right? George Lucas said something that's still true to this day. If it's live action, it trumps anything else. So any type of depiction you're trying to tell me about Vader, oh, well, Vader would have did, in the video game, Vader would have killed, he would have sliced, he would have pulled the whole starship out the sky. Pulled the spine right out yeah, of the Yeah, 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 he would have he pulled a, he would in the video game, he would have pulled a skeleton out of her ass. Okay, yeah, sure, but the movies always trump that. George Lucas, the god of this shit, he said that. When they were making books surrounding the movies back in the day, he always said, that's cool, you do what you want to do, but the movies trump anything any kind of canon you want to throw out there the movies trump anything so you got to know the character that you're talking about vader is a sinister dude but he's not just like this crazy lashing out with the saber you know crazy guy and another thing too isn't that what people were mad with kylo ren about when the 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 sequels came out that's all i heard kylo ren is a whiny baby he gets mad he slashed this literally had a scene where he's like slashing his lightsaber around he's Breaking all the controls and stuff like that. He always lashing out at his crew and stuff like that. Right. We were literally saying, like, <laughs> that's not Vader. That's not, like, that's what people were saying. That was their problem with Kylo Ren. Now you want that to be Vader? Make it make sense for me, Star Wars community, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I like what I'm seeing with Vader right now, man. Really yeah, I like yeah, I'm glad he's not, he's not just lashing out at random crew members because he's like, Got a rock in his shoe or some shit. You know They're I mean? very much doing him justice. We saw Vader pull yeah. a kid out of his home in the middle of the night. Like he's like he's like a nightmare the walking boogeyman. Dog. Yeah, he's the boogeyman, the original boogeyman of film out here. And you trying to turn him into Kylo Ren? <laughs> like I'm not Dark Lord boy. Not having it. That was a cold scene too when he pulled that uh, dude out of the house and the kid oh, ran yeah. out and, and he, he snapped the kid's his neck. neck. Oh like, this my god! Dude and then here, like he man. walked and then like. As he took a foot forward, he brought that lady up and started just dragging her across the floor. I forgot about that. that oh, dude, my God. He, he wasn't even looking at her. She was behind him, and he was just dragging her as he was walking. Like, now, oh, my the, God. They, but they're like, now, that week, it was all fine. Everybody loved it. The next week, he doesn't, like, you know, kill his whole crew. They, they've they ruined Vader. Like, come on. Vader, gotta... Vader likes order and efficiency. You yeah. see what I'm saying? He's not going to murder. Like, Reva may not have did... Yeah, you see what I'm saying? When he walked into that room and he picked her up by the throat, one, that's total character. He's just out here force choking the fuck out of somebody that didn't do what he wanted. Okay? Why would he murder everyone in that room for her mistake? Yeah, that's not... He's not dealing with villains here. He's not trying to get Reva to give him an answer and then goes murdering her friends and family. See what I'm saying? He's literally... He still has, like, work that needs to be done by the Inquisitors. What does he gain by killing an engineer in that room? What does he gain from killing, like, the stormtroopers that were just behind him? They were with him. What does he gain? Why would he murder them? Order and efficiency is what he's all about. Vader ain't that emotional, man. 
You he, take a lot more than that to be able to just lash out, kill everybody. The the dark side needs that anger, but it's not it's not the it's not the kind of anger you sit here and just lash out at like a child, like Kylo Ren. It's the kind of anger you that sits here and seeps in your soul for years at a time that you use to fuel you. Literally, that's that's like how the anger's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Like how like that that's just what's supposed to root and rot inside of the dark side. And you know, another thing too, this is probably the last thing I have to say about this subject. The whole retcon thing, I get it. Like, I, I totally get, like, the Leia thing is a retcon. But, like, we talked about this in the previous episode. Star, Star Wars and retcons go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Like, peanut butter and jelly. Like, like dead ass. Like, like, <laughs> like, like you like peanut butter and jelly. Like, you, George Lucas retconned shit from movie to movie. We're not going to sit here and pretend like he didn't. But when it worked, it worked. And it's working right now with this. This is a cool-ass retcon that Obi-Wan went on this adventure with, with Leia. It's super cool. It's dope. And what if it's what if it's not really a retcon, too? Like, think about it. Like, in, in that hologram when it's she was asking for... In that hologram when she was asking for his help, though, what if that was just the last adventure he helped her family out with? She, she, you know the, I, mean? hey, yo, I, I watched it. I watched it recently, and I was like... Because I, I thought it, I thought back on it, and I thought she did say... Um, like Obi Wan, like you're the only one that can help me. But she says she does. But she says at the end. But she says, like you were a great friend of my father in the Clone Wars, stuff like that. She kind of says it like she doesn't, like she hasn't met him. Like it's kind of the implication, but it's not directly said. So of course it's something that you can like wiggle around. Right. Plus, again, retcons, Star Wars, peanut butter and jelly. I'm not gonna act like George Lucas and go back and. Literally, like, changed the movies like 20 years later. If it's what if that, what if that you could easily just say that was the last time she saw Obi Wan, and like, yeah, I mean, you meet somebody again 20 years later, you're not gonna just sit here and chop it up like you ain't just not see this person 20 years later, right? You know what I'm saying? So, she or 10 years, you know, what I mean, she could easily have forgotten, not forgotten, but like, other shit happened in her life where she's just like, okay, that wasn't even the biggest adventure I ever had. So, like, when she saw Obi-Wan, she felt like, you know what I mean? Maybe she had to reintroduce herself again. You know, you could, you could take it, like, in a bunch of different ways. She didn't even see him. She was a recorded message. Right. And she just said, like, you helped my father in, you yeah, know, yeah. the Clone Wars and stuff like that. She could have said, like, she, of, course, of course, they're going to say, like, why, why didn't she say? Why didn't she say? <laughs> of course, they're going to say, why didn't she say? You saved me back in the day. Because, let's not Isn't be it, She's not like a formal princess type vibe, you know what I mean? Top it all off. How about, she talks, how, like, about, how about, let's just be honest. They didn't write it back then. And it's okay. <laughs> It's okay. Why didn't Why didn't they mention Metaclorians in the original trilogy? That's because right. they didn't exist back then. It's okay. Right. The Force was just mystical. It was just an energy field. That's all you need to explain. Then George Lucas said later on, you know what, I got, I got some of those. Right. And that's okay. If it works. If it works, it's okay. So people, I think, just let's just keep watching it, man. Let's enjoy it. We got Star Wars. We got Ewan McGregor back. We got the star of the prequel trilogy. Because people, you got to go back. You look at that, that, that cast. Like the top billing, I mean, sometimes people don't really care about top billing sometimes, but you and McGregor was like the star, besides episode one, Liam Neeson was the star of the first one. Right. But two and three, like he was really the star of those movies. Like he was really the star of those movies. Mm. So like now we have the star of the prequels back and people, you know, just let's, let's appreciate it a little bit more. But I want to talk about... All know, the bad, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. You know, let's get the bad out of the way first. Because I, 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 I'm like, when we get into the really, really fun shit... I just want to have fun. I don't want to come back. Right. So let's come this shit, to Whatever another another ungrateful community. Let's <laughs> jump straight straight to these guys. Straight to Dragon Ball. You want to do that? <laughs> let's, let's get this Dragon Ball. We want to Dragon Ball next. All right. So real quick, guys. Right. I don't know if unless you live under a rock, 
There's been spoilers left and fucking right this last week on online. Yeah, for the brand new Dragon for Ball the superhero movie. Brand new movie that's coming out, right? It's so, out It's out in Japan. Okay, so, and so there's going to be more. If there was already spoilers, there's going to be way more now. Right. So just if, if you're not really in tune on the spoilers because you're just so hardcore fan, you want to wait to see it, yeah, I mean, take 10 seconds, pause us, or fast forward because this is we're going to be talking about a lot of spoilers. Absolutely. Right so, so I would say if you're listening to this, um, I don't know how long we're going to talk about this. About five minutes. Just, just take five minutes to be safe. Just yeah. keep five minutes. And in five minutes, we'll let you know if we're still saying it or not. Yeah, we'll let you know. We'll be like, nah, keep Dead going. Yeah, in 30 minutes, we'll be like, hey, like, yeah, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. So in five minutes, we'll definitely be like, yeah, yo, nah, keep going. Okay, so anyway. Now, so get into the Dragon Ball spoilers, man. First and foremost. We're talking about going first? Because I think we all had seen the Piccolo spoilers. Yeah. Piccolo's getting a new form and, you know, he's training. and I think... That's something that people have been asking for for a long time. People oh, will be back in the mix. Time. They need Piccolo to be back in the mix sometime. People have been literally asking for him to get a new form, and they've given people with the axe. I'm very excited to see like that and all the new techniques and all that stuff. I see Pan action a little bit. Now, the biggest spoiler is motherfucking Gohan. It's Gohan. Like, not, so they were saying like a couple weeks ago in an interview that, like, you know, Kira Toriyama was saying, like, Gohan was like the strongest. Like, everybody was like, nah, fuck out of here. But this is what I don't understand. The fan base has been literally telling us for years, like screaming for years that, man, how they, they, they played Gohan. Gohan, <coughs> excuse me, he's supposed to be the strongest. They make Gohan the strongest. People go, how are you going to make Gohan the strongest? Don't make no sense. I just, like, what do you, what do no, you, you want? You know what, you know what, you know what, actually, let me, let me play devil's advocate for that one. All mm-hmm. right. Well, let's talk, well, he got a new form, it's just because we didn't take about the right, actual right. Okay, 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 yeah, so talk about the form. Go ahead, talk about the form. Well, I don't know too much about it, but he has a new form. Yeah. Seems like in addition to his ultimate Gohan form, they call it Final Gohan. Yeah, it's got white hair, hair red eyes. Like, red yeah. eye looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool. But what were you going to say? Okay, so let me be on the fence of that. Okay, so I'm one of the ones that was, was a little upset. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy that Goku and Vegeta are, you know, highlighted of the, the series again, right? Right. I was a little, I felt bamboozled when it first, you know, when the first series was, you know, at its top. And peak and shit when they you know Gohan didn't really amount to anything, kind of just like you know kind of just like faded out in the background and was part of Goku and friends. And I was a little upset because it, it really did feel like during that Cell Saga they were setting him up like he was gonna be like the strongest Earth's new protector type of guy, right? right? Okay, so I, I was a little upset again. I'm cool with Goku and Vegeta being you know the, the highlight of the shows again and the, you know the manga and whatever. So now that we're back to the whole, you know, they were was confirmed that Gohan is now the strongest in the series. I can kind of see why that might be like a little confusing and a little upsetting. Because we've been watching Goku and Vegeta go through hell and high water. You know what I'm saying? Training, going through the villains, doing what needs to be done in order to gain more power. Getting their asses whooped to then come back and fight again and just barely win. We've been we've been seeing that, especially in the manga. Right. You know what I mean? Especially in the manga. They, they, they've had phenomenal character development to top it all off, right? Probably the best writing I've seen in, drug, in the Dragon Ball series in forever, right? Right. So, okay, so... All of a sudden, Gohan now has a form that trumps all that. The well, red god form, the blue god form, the blue god form with Kaioken, and Ultra Instinct, Mastered Ultra Instinct, Ultra Instinct, you know, fused with the Super Saiyan, uh, the Super Saiyan blue and, and red or whatever. And then Vegeta's blue, his super blue, and then his his his, uh, his new eagle instinct. And plus the power destruction and his, his spiritual powers that he has now. Gohan all of a sudden meets a villain that pushes him just all all of a sudden he explodes and now he's the strongest. Are you, like well, I, like you, I can see why that's a kick to the throat. Two things. 
two things. I would say that if them saying he's the strongest, not necessarily saying that like he's the strongest in the moment. Saying like they could be talking about potential because they talk. They said that I think the the whole the full quote. He actually goes on to say like Gohan has the most potential. Like he is the strongest in the series because he has the most potential to be. Not that he is the current most strongest. So I think that was with the whole quote, if I'm not mistaken. But even then, if you say he is like all of a sudden the strongest, two things I would say to that. One, he's been training consistently since the end of the tournament of power and this is like taking place like after some time in the manga he's been training consistently as well so his power level is you know he's, he's been at a consistent rate but i would also say it's not inconsistent with what they've always done with gohan when gohan i take it back all the way to dragon ball z when gohan popped out of the, the saiyan pod and hit raditz in the chest he had never trained a, a day in his life he, he, his power level shot past Goku and Piccolo, two people who were rivals, who, who trying to, one dude trying to take over the world, one dude, the hero of Earth, fought all these different people, gone through all these different trials, and this four-year-old boy pops out the ship, he's stronger than them, that scouter says he's stronger than both of them combined, and Raditz. So it's not inconsistent with what they've always done with Gohan. He's always been ahead of the curve, when it comes to his father or anybody who's, you know what I'm saying, of the upper ranks at the time, all he has to do is train, and then he can he can hone and control that power. Now, yeah, but I, I, I see what you're saying. I'm just saying it's not inconsistent. It, it, I'm I, not saying I'm not saying I don't understand why people are upset, but I'm just saying it's not inconsistent. But back to the, back to the consistent thing, you know, thing though. So like, I, I get what you're saying, but the group has never the group when I'm when, okay. So let's say Trunks, you know, uh, future Trunks, Vegeta, Goku, right? The, mm-hmm. The three adult scenes at the time, right? Let's, okay, let's go back to like Cell Saga, right? Mm-hmm. Gohan, whenever he raged out, they weren't like a million forms stronger than him. At that point, they all knew Super Saiyan 1. You see what I'm saying? At that point, Goku was like on the edge of like Super Saiyan 2 and shit, you know, when he was going up against Cell. Vegeta had Super Vegeta. Trunks had Super Trunks. You see what I'm saying? They all had like their, you see what I'm saying? I get what and you're saying. And Goku, Gohan mastered Super Saiyan 1 and had the potential to push past Super, you know, to get Super Saiyan 2. And be like, you know, his Super Saiyan 2 be stronger than everybody else's secondary form, right? Right. They were all like a form or, or one or one or two forms ahead of him in the terms of like him being you, able to rage out. You said this is like because they have so many forms. So now. many different forms that got so many different powers that, that so many different milestones in what they've done so far for this motherfucker to train for a, a summer and come back just as strong. He, he hasn't trained for us. It's been some years. Uh, now. Okay, but you see what I'm saying? Like, but you, you see where I'm getting at though? Like, it, it, it still seems like it's too far fetched. Like, it's. And, and, and don't get me wrong, it's happening. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like it's not going to happen. We know it. Spoilers it's, are right. it's confirmed. You see what I'm saying? It's confirmed. But, like, it, it's and still it wild to just assume that, like, this he can train for, like, a year and then catch up to what's been taking, you know what I'm saying? What's been taking these motherfuckers, like, battle after battle after battle, training day after training day after training day. Like, who's he training with? Is he training with Beerus? Is he training with Wiz? Is it just Piccolo? Because if it's just Piccolo, that it kind of comes back to it doesn't really make sense. Because, like... Goku and Vegeta gotta go up against an angel and a literal god of destruction and training in order to be at their levels that they're at. Gohan can train with a race, a warrior race, a man from a war race that kind of is like irrelevant now to like the series because of how low their power levels are. Can train with him. I do think we're somehow, making some assumptions like, now because I don't know because I haven't seen the movie. We just, we just basing this off of leaks. 
we don't know if he's actually stronger than like the, the strongest forms of Goku and Vegeta right. based on. We're just going based off of what we you know what we're assuming. On what we right know yeah. and based on the quote because right. the quote was like he's he is the strongest in the series. But I right. think you know in saying that I don't think uh, you I don't think I, he meant like at present, right? Yeah, okay. I don't, I, at least I wouldn't tell you that way. Okay. At least I wouldn't tell you that way. But I, I I just I do think though I'll say this though it's interesting. Is this not what people have been asking? Have I not seen have I not seen fan art for the last twenty years of Gohan with white hair? Have I not seen that? No, no, I'm not I'm not mad no, at him getting it. No, 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 I'm not I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying like, have I not seen that, like that image? Or silver hair or him just getting a new form? Definitely new form. Piccolo sure. getting a new form. Oh, Piccolo has been a long time for sure. I do have I've wanted that for a long time. I have for sure. Cause I, I, like, I get it. He's not a saint, but like, he doesn't come from a weak race either. You so know what, what I, mean? I, what I, what I'm basically trying to get, what I'm saying is like, no matter story was how we got to it, is this not what people have been asking for? Ah, man, that's. I feel like that's oversimplifying it. No, no, no. Like, I'm, but no, because it's a, it's, it could be one of those things where it's like, be careful what you ask for, because you ask for Gohan to the point where it's like, this isn't Gohan. Like, even when Gohan trains in the manga and he gets stronger and people don't read the manga, they don't pay attention to the progress, or he gets stronger at the end of Super, people don't care about that. You shout and you shout, we want Gohan to be back in his prime, we want him to be back in the, 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 the primary character of the series, they make a movie about Gohan, they give him a new form, they make his right-hand man, Piccolo, stronger, they give him a new form, and... I mean, they say the Japanese fans are loving it. They say that because they say it already broke, like it's breaking box office records. Right. It already broke the Broly box office record. Um, so, Man. so like in Japan, yeah. Right. So like, it, it's out of there. But uh, I see a lot of American fans looking at the leaks, like you know they're hating on it, and I don't understand it, man. Because I, I, I see a, they were like the main American fans seem like to be the main ones who were like asking for like, uh, go on. Because remember back in the day, it was the Japanese fans because the show, of course, the show of course came out first over there. It was the Japanese fans who were mad that Goku had got replaced. Right. I was going to say that too. I was one of those people who was upset. Watching it over here. Because how you said like... How you said like you watched it and, and you were like... You were expecting more from Gohan. I watched it and I was upset that Goku died. Like I was upset that it, that it seemed like Gohan was going to be the main character now. So when Goku came back, I was hyped. Like I was hyped. I was like, okay, Goku's back. And to me, like, Gohan, his story makes sense. I like that he's stronger now, and he's, like, he's actually, like, fighting and, like, getting his strength up. But to me, him being this scholar who can also protect his family, I think that makes sense for his character. Because he's not a natural-born fighter. He's a dude who can fight. But he's not a... He doesn't have a fighter spirit. I think we talked about this in another episode. Like, he just doesn't have a fighter spirit. But I like that he, he would do anything to protect his family. And protect, and protect the planet, too, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, he'll protect people. And I think that's what this whole movie is about. Like, you know, superhero yeah. and all that. But back to the idea of, you know, of what, how Gohan's portrayed. That's that's what I was... That's how I... I interpreted it as, like, he was this really strong guy that... that that Or he was destined to be, like, the strongest. Because he didn't... He had no interest in being strong. Like, he... He just wanted to protect. Like, he had the power. So, because he had the power, he had to do it. You see what I'm saying? Like, almost like a, like Spider-Man's uh, great power and great responsibility type of thing. Right. I thought that was where they were heading with his character. Because he didn't like hurting things. He didn't like it. It took, what, Android, what was it? Uh, 16? 
Yeah. To, to sit here and tell them that, you know what I mean, it's okay to protect, you know what I mean, the things you, you care about or whatever, even if you got to harm whatever it is that's trying to harm them. And then he rages out and kicks shit out of the cell. See what I'm saying? Well, like, it was actually at the cell, stepped on 16 to head and killed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? But you see what I'm getting at? Like, it seemed like it was, that's where they were going with it. So, again, I wasn't, don't get me wrong, I'm cool with Goku. Like, I, it's not like I hate, it's not like I didn't want him in the series. It's basically well, this series. movie. this movie doesn't seem like, like, I think people, we gotta watch the movie for <laughs> We gotta watch the movie. But I think, I, I don't think it's that he's he's not training in this movie. Because it seems like he's, you know, he's, he's not like, complete, he's not like a, remember he just had the green track shoot on? He was like completely out of shape. And, and his haircut made no sense, dog. Yeah, like that, that was, that was. He that looked was, like Yamcha kind of, dog. Like he really had like a yamcha like, vibe. You talking about Dragon Ball Super? Or the new movie, the the, the TV m- show with the green distraction. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. he did look weird. Look weird. That was, that was that was nerdy as hell. That was over the top. But this, he he just is like you know a lot of big plot point. This movie seems to be like he's over focusing on work and not focusing on his family, and like that's like a big uh, point of contention between him and Piccolo and stuff like that. It seems like in the movie, so it's it's less it's not about him just like not training in this movie. It's about how his goal of being a scholar has taken him from his family a little bit. So it's, this movie's going to get deeper into his character even more than just, like, him not wanting to fight. Like, he's been training and stuff. It's not that. It's more to his character and more to, you know, his relationships with Pan and stuff like that. So I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see it. Let's, let's talk about the villains. The villains? Yeah. I don't know too much about... I mean, It's, it's the Red Ribbon Army again. Right, right. I mean, it's, I don't know, like, how they, you know, come back and all that stuff. I, I'm they interested to see two like, androids... And from what we can assume... Is it Gamma 1, man? Gamma 1, Gamma 2? Something. I don't remember something, the names. Like that. I think it's Gamma and Gamma 2. Some shit. From what we can assume, though, these motherfuckers either fuse together or get absorbed by something and basically bring Whoa! back... Whoa! This would be a spoiler. A spoiler, guys. We're still talking about spoiler. it. Yeah, we're still talking about yeah. it. <laughs> so they, from what we can assume, right, spoiler, guys, is that they come together and either get absorbed or fuse or absorb each other or whatever and bring back what is essentially a color swap palette of fucking cell. I actually dig the red. I'm thinking about it. I never liked Cell. I'm get that out the way I'm right so now. I'm so tired of the <laughs> reoccurring Cats out villains, the bag. Cats out the bag. Hell. I ain't like Cell, but people have. There's another thing too. There's another thing too. I'm not part of this group. Here we go. Be careful what you ask for. Have I've people, never asked have, for Cell back. But but you know a lot of people have. Have people not begged for this? Have people not begged for this? I feel like a lot of Dragon Ball right now is is giving you what people have begged for, like in the manga. Go, uh, Vegeta is stronger than Goku right now. People, excuse me, people have begged for that. Yeah, <laughs> never understood that one, but yeah. <laughs> in the in the movie, Gohan has become is is the central character of this movie. People have begged for that, and I, I'm He's cool getting with that. I just like, really wish that him and Piccolo had their moment against like a new threat. I mean, they're having it now. It's it, yeah, a new threat, but it's kind of just Selgan. Yeah, but it consisting of two different androids to get him to his perfect form. Right, it is like a newer version of Cell or whatever, but we can't one, can't two. We gotta I don't want to read or watch a new version of the... Out. We judging off the, the leaks. Hey, I'm judging heavy off the leaks. <laughs> <off. laughs> like, I might have set, like, <laughs> I'm not happy with the way they did with the fucking villain, dog. I'm, not, I'm okay with the team up. I'm okay with Piccolo getting a power up. I'm okay with Gohan getting a power up. Right. Not to the point where I can say that he's stronger than his dad and, you know, Vegeta, but I'm okay with him getting a power up. I'm again cool. I've wanted Piccolo to get a fucking a power up since forever, dog. For real, like he's. For, he I needed. He needs to get to at least some kind of like level where he's like, you know what I mean? Fe- feared as like the third strongest of the Z fighters. Dead ass. You know what I mean? Like something. 
But like, man, I, the villains suck. Or the idea of the villains suck. I don't know, man. It's the Red Ribbon Army. How are they even still a thing? We got to. We got to. How are they still even a fucking <laughs> thing? Like, see, oh my man. gosh, like. It, it kills me. Like, are you kidding me? Why are robots still a problem for you people? I mean, they're androids. They're not robots. Oh, oh, God. Okay, androids. How come androids are still a problem for you people? It, you know how it is. Yeah. In the, in the, in the, um, the, the, the Red Ribbon Army and stuff, every, every time they've been able to research uh, the Z fighters and study them, they've been able to make stronger you know, creatures to fight them. And, you know, Cell and everybody was based on what they had seen so far. Now, I'm assuming now that the Red Ribbon Army is back, they've accumulated more data and now they've made creatures that can, you know, fight the Z fighters. God, that's such even a even more. And of course, I mean, yeah, you know, you can it's say it's not realistic, but come on, man, it's Dragon Ball. I'm not Ball, saying man. realistic. I'm just saying it's fucking repetitive. They have, they're what they're doing right now in the manga is so like much more cool. It's so much cooler and so much. It's like the manga is fire right now. You're not reading Dragon Ball. It's fire as hell. Like you, could, they had like three or four different villains they could have chose from from the manga. You know what I mean? Like they could have, like they could have chose. Man, they could have brought in some like like maybe the heaters or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, but no, I, I, no, like, no. I, I think I, I would disagree with you. Right? I think that this works for for these characters. Nah. If this was another movie with Goku and Vegeta in the gang, then I would I agree with you. But since it's since it's Gohan, since it's Pan and Piccolo, I, I think it's cool to have like some retro villains and kind of like like a new age of the. It's kind of like. Uh, you know, it all it all happens again. Like, you know, how, how, how everything comes back in yeah, full circle. Back in full circle. Ah, I gotta disagree with you, bro. Yeah. I, I feel like Piccolo <laughs> and Gohan, to the very least, should have had their own original villain to, to fuck with here. What they do? Ah, uh, it's, it's like, can you really call it an original villain though? If it's just basically Cell Two Point Yeah, you know I mean, like the idea is still the same. It sucks. It's it's. Uh. I got Gamma One and Gamma Two, man. You had Android <laughs> seventeen and eighteen. Yeah, that I mean, wasn't really Gohan's villain. I mean, it wasn't the future time, but it, but it was still but it wasn't like it, it was his still, villain was Cell, and to see him, you know, obliterate Cell again, you know, it's a cool retro moment, man. Uh, yeah, it's it's it's, it's it, it, of course, look, of course, it's this is to me Gohan's moment, like Goku and Vegeta got from Resurrection F. Like Resurrection F was like the rematch, you know, we had been waiting on, we hadn't seen. Frieza in such a long time, he comes back and it's like we're getting a rematch between him and Goku, and we're getting a rematch between him and Vegeta. I didn't like Resurrection F that much either, to be well, honest with you. It wasn't. It wasn't horror. No, it wasn't. It wasn't like crazy horrible. It's just it, the ending wasn't really all that great. I say like the, the the thing was it like didn't feel like a movie, kind of like a long episode. Yeah. Like, but it was good. I liked it. I liked it. But this is kind of like their moment, like with with you know with the Red Ribbon Army and the androids and Cell, like. And if you're going to do that, because people have been asking for sale in some type of way, if you're going to do that, then I feel like you do got to do it. We go on. So I think this works. And I, I, I am excited to see the movie, even with the leaks. I am excited to see the movie. But I'm excited for the new manga chapter, bro. This, this shit's slapping you. Oh, right? yeah. Well, the whole the horror deal with, with um, Gas, the heaters, and Goku, and fucking Vegeta finally coming to terms with... with with Same pride. Their pride and and uh, and yeah, their personality and, and, and everything. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So I'm excited for the manga. The next chapter is gonna be dope. And um, where it last left off, it was Goku and Vegeta versus Gas, right? Yeah. So I gotta see how that. How that Man, happens. I hope Goku. I I want to see him finally grasp what it is he's missing about Ultra Instinct. Right. Because you mean, despite mastering it, he's still 
he's still admitting it himself that he hasn't fully grasped how to use it yet. You know what I mean? He, he doesn't know how to, like, reach a state of, like, oneness or whatever it is that he's trying to achieve. And Wiz keeps yelling at him or whatever. Like, yo, dude, I'm going to tell you, stop trying to do it like me. Find the oneness that you know how to find. Which I think that message his daddy left him on that scouter. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the fight because you want to win type of fight. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's going to get him closer to, to it. Only for victory. Uh, yeah. So, like, which I actually wanted to run, like, this idea past you real quick since we're talking about the Dragon Ball okay. Super Series, right? So, be, because, you know, Bardock is a little more green Wait, is, than Goku. Is this, like, an idea you should copyright or just, like, a, yeah, an idea, idea? No, no, it's kind of like a, <laughs> well, how do you think? What do you think? You hear me kind of vibe. It's more like a okay. question, right? Okay. So. You know Bardock is a little more gritty and darker than Goku, right? Like, at least the, the few times we've seen him, you know what I mean? That's how he is. He's portrayed as, like, he's just a rougher, a little bit more brutal of a fighter. Goku goes in because he wants to have fun. He enjoys fighting. Bardock wants to, like, you know, conquer who he's fighting type of fight, right? Kind of, yeah. Just a little darker than Goku, for sure. Absolutely. Right? So this message that he sent Goku, right, through the scouter, or, you know, the, the conversation he overheard about how Bardock wants to fight because he wants to win. You see what I'm saying? It, is, it, it does seem a little bit, like, more on, like, the, the aggressive saying side. Right, that Goku has never really like showed. Right, he's, he's never really been all about wanting to just conquer, defeat, and like destroy his enemies. He's always like, "Hey, let's fight again." You know what I mean? Right. So that that message kind of gave him like, gave him kind of like Vegeta energy. You know what I mean? A little bit of Vegeta Vegeta vibe. Right. Do you think this is like, in any way? Do you think in, in any way this is like connected to to his attitude when he goes Super Saiyan four? How he's a little darker, a little grittier, and shit. Like, could we get something similar? Something that, similar, with, yeah. Within the Ultra Instinct? Within, within the Ultra Instinct. Right, within right. his version of it? Yeah, yeah. I that think that's, that's... You think they that's, could grab elements from that to bring it in because of I that? I think so that's something that could make sense. Yeah. Where he, Because that demeanor, where he's like... I love Super Saiyan 4 because, like, Goku's so dark in that form, but he's not evil. Yeah. Like, and that, that what you just... How you just described that, that literally would be, to me, what Bardock described, like... That that he could, his demeanor could be like that in Ultra Instinct, and then you could essentially get the Super Saiyan Four demeanor that everybody has been asking. Maybe so. Yeah, I, I I like it. I like I like the Super Saiyan Four say that demeanor. He's darker, but he's not evil. Yeah, I mean, he even he even cracks like Batman style jokes my and favorite, shit. Yeah, I mean, it's my just... favorite line he ever had like is in the Super Saiyan Four uh, mode. Um, damn. I forgot who I think it's like one of the Shinron, one of the one of the I think it's Omega Shinron. The, the White Dragon, right? Yeah, he says he says he's gonna uh, he says Goku's gonna die today. Goku like laughs and he's like you're he's like you're not the first guy to use that line on me. And then he like coldly changes like his tone. He's like, but you just might be the last. Like I was <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> see, like yeah, bro, <laughs> she was smooth as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> It came off like fucking cream cheese yeah, butter. Yeah, like, oh my god, you know all the bitches' panties <laughs> dropped when he said that. Oh shit! Oh man, <laughs> now Master man. Roshi nose start bleeding. I'm saying, oh shit! The hairline came back. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Drip so strong, I got my hair back. <laughs> yeah, damn. No, but you see, I said like I was really, I was really pondering that because it's just like that would make sense. Like if 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 they decided to go with like some kind of like super same form form. You know what I mean? Like actual form now or like an inspired form. You know what I mean? Maybe a stage before it or some some shit along the line where if they bring in something I similar. Want it, I'll say this. I wouldn't want it to be like too different from the Ultra Instinct. Right. It's like, it's, if they do like a Super Saiyan 4, I think maybe like Broly should get it. But 
like if they do Super Saiyan Four in canon, because right. like, he's like all Saiyan rage and stuff, yeah. like that would make sense if he got it. But if you give Goku that demeanor, maybe make the, the gray hair a little spikier or something like that, I would love that. Like, it would be kind of for demeanor. It would be kind of cool with the Ultra Instinct that he's got, the, like you know, the energy and the vibe that he got with Ultra Instinct. It would be really cool if this motherfucker had something that where his design and form changed more toward like. Something inspired by Journey to the West, which is what the Dragon Ball series originally was inspired by. Mm. And it was so, as Sun Wukong or whatever, or Goku, which is like the like a simplified name for it. Mm. You know what I mean? Where he has like that metal crown, the long the long uh, staff that expands. Do you want to start looking like the Wukong? Kind of no. little Wukong. I think that'd be kind of cool. No, I don't think Akira would like to come out. <laughs> you like you and like five other people, only people that know that right now. And <laughs> <laughs> that, that, drama, that drama was inspired by Journey to the West. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Akira don't want that to come out. Listen, man, it's an original idea. Come on. <laughs> no, but it, no, I, mean, but it, I, I think it would work though, because like he, the, the whole monkey vibe is is literally comes from the suit, the Sun Wukong, like you know, mythos and shit. You know what I mean? So I think it'd be pretty cool. It didn't even got to be nothing too crazy. Just like maybe like you know like maybe metal wrist gauntlets and shit. Yeah, I mean some kind of like you know this is where we this is where we always differ when we come to design because you love the the the, the 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 busier armor design. There's more going on. I like the simplistic. Give me the, you know, because <laughs> it, it gives you a sense of classic look, and that shit's just like give you the sense that's like your that's like one of your hugest flaws, bro. Well, sometimes my hugest flaws, yeah, yeah. Guy, this guy says, like, you just no, I you could be drowning in bitches." So, <laughs> but you choose to be like this, which is not, you know, hydrating enough for these bitches. Dog. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh man, he said I got he said I got my fluids on, but I could be drowning. <laughs> <laughs> Do this to yourself. Just take oh, man, I even forgot I was going to say that. He's crazy. <laughs> no, nah, but I think it would be pretty cool. At least one form where it goes back, like, just a little toward the Sun Wukong vibe. It ain't even got to be too crazy. It could easily just be, like, a form where, like, he has, like, a crown or some shit or, like, an energy crown around him or something. Something to make him look elevated. You know what I mean? Yeah, if he's training with an angel, it wouldn't be too crazy if his form looked, you know, holy in some kind of aspect. Maybe. Sometimes less is more. It's something. <laughs> <laughs> but, but maybe. I agree to disagree, right? All right, I guess. All right, moving on. What's next? That's it for the Dragon Ball. Uh, let's see. You said we'll going go back the worst. To the top. Go back to the we'll top, bro. Do it. We're done with the worst stuff. <laughs> not the, like not in a bad way. Just like you know, like I knew the stuff we got. Talk, most I knew that talking about Star Wars, talking about Dragon Ball, is gonna make you get all hot under the collar. And just, <laughs> you know, Jesus. We ain't turn us off yet. Yeah. Coming up next was it Young Justice? Yes, we can talk about Young Justice. Oh yeah, the, the finale has finally. Ooh, boy, that shit was fuego. That's fire in Spanish, you non-Spanish speakers. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> <laughs> it was fire, man. Straight flames, man. I think this might have been their best. I don't know. <clears throat> you know that season one finale is hard to talk because that season one finale, all the twists, the turns, the bringing full season uh, together. Like I don't know that that season one finale is, is a special place in my heart. But this finale might be the second best, man. He might be the second best. First of all, I gotta say this because because our viewers will our listeners will know that last episode I told this guy 
that they would not do Dick Grayson dirty. I told him <laughs> that Dick Grayson was doing the breathing technique. I knew this motherfucker was going to bring it up. You knew I was going to bring it up. I knew I was going to bring it up. Like, I knew he was doing this that bitch ain't going to let it go, guys. Just, how many he times? called it to the fucking team. How many times must I be right? He pulled out the Batman <laughs> breathing heart technique. I knew Shut it. up. It was like twice. I knew it. I knew it. Come on. I knew my stuff. There's no way that they're going to take Grayson out like that. Now, this I didn't know. They took it a step further. I didn't know that motherfucker was going to cut his own head. Yeah, yeah. He was bleeding. That was a little too far for me. I was like, he could have at least had a real gash. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, he went through a full acting mode. He's, no, like, yeah, he's no. like, I saw Lauren was like, oh, nope, no. Nope. All right. Cutting my own head. Yep. <laughs> but this, this, this finale was fantastic, man. The team the team coordinated together to take down Zod Superboy. Got his memories back, of course. Um, that we, and he didn't, you know, he didn't kill Superman and See, Superman, bro, Superman and Superboy versus uh, Zod and Lord Zod. That was pretty cool. That was fucking cool. I feel like that fight should have been extended a little longer than it was. I feel like we should have got more. It was dope. Yeah. But it was dope to the point where I'm like, no, I want more. And it's not enough. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we got to see some more combos, bro. But that was amazing. It was good. I liked it. That was amazing. Motherfucker said, they're strong. Yeah, but they're not coordinated. Is that maneuver two? I'm like, maneuver two? What does that mean? And then motherfucker he's tossed him hard as fuck. Training? Yeah, I'm saying, what the fuck? I <laughs> win. I'm plot saying, plot twist, win. Bitch been fucking gone for like six months or something. Win. Yeah, but that was, I mean, it's been 10 years. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's obviously, they've known each other way longer yeah. than that. But, so, let me let me get to, to let me get to, you, you guys know me. I'm going to complain about something. All right. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing Miss, I almost said Miss Marvel, Miss Martian. Like, showing her brother mercy. All she did was push him in the fence. She has not whooped his ass. Like, actually whooped his ass. Like, not once. She like, actually whooped his ass. She pushed him into the fan zone. That was it. That's kind of worse. Ah, but she has not whooped his ass once. She's it almost always seems that she takes some kind of high road with her brother. I get it. That's your brother. But, like, this motherfucker literally was working with the people who you thought killed Superboy. Right. And then you read his mind. You even indicated that you read his mind and were like, when he was like, Miguel, no, and you were like, you were glad he was he was dead. So you knew how he felt, legitimately, and he part to blame his ass in the films. Yeah, but it, it always seems she takes the high road with him. How often does this fucker got to come back? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he comes back a lot, dog. Yeah. You know, he's like one of the biggest, like, the most recurring villains. He already got the Phantom Zone. Yeah. But well, maybe no, they, they, didn't they, stay, they, they say they, they took him out at the end, at the very end. They Who mentioned when they were taking the Dark Side Four? Yeah, they took him up. Fuck, because I forgot. Yeah, yeah they, they had a way in. Yeah, they had a way in. Somehow. They Clarion. Had it was Clarion. Clarion, yeah, because he, he mentioned he fucked with the Phantom Zone and shit. That he, mm -hmm. he was like, yeah, I was just full of nothing but whiny Kryptonians and shit. So he said that one episode. Yeah, indicating he had a way to go in and go out. But, man, for real, like, Miss Martian, bro, like, there's, there's got to be a point where you got to be like, that's enough. And so I whoop your brother's you, ass. You know, like, how the Time Lords experience time. He actually could have been talking about future right then like it's filled with wine for Tony it's like he, you know what I'm saying it happens it's, it's, it's so crazy man yeah. oh my gosh dude the fucking blast stain that was in that cave we were so sure it was Superboy yeah, it, it was didn't like even imprint it never I didn't even it didn't even occur to me that what that imprint what it was oh because we saw like what like four or five episodes ago that he was survived right right it never occurred to me that where whose stain was that. I thought it was. I thought it was just like an imprint of when Superboy, you know, that was getting burned up or something like that. I never thought about I, it like I, that. I I knew. I felt like it was an explosion print, like ashes and shit get smacked right. in the wall and stain the wall. 
but it didn't occur to me after we saw he survived. We saw the stain. The stain's actually there. Whose is it? Right. And then we fucking see at the end. Bro, these Young Justice writers are fire as hell. Oh, my God. Everything. Bro, Metron got his licks back, Metron, bro. Metron is the, one of the coldest characters <laughs> ever. This man. First of all, first of all, we I was I, I was so ha- happy. I was like, damn, I hope they didn't take Rocket out like that. And they did not. Rocket would survive. She survived. Oh, uh, yeah. Metron saved her, pulled her in his world. And... Then he put her in time bubble and sent her to go help her friends. But set the time bubble coordinates to certain coordinates, locked them, and then she could not, you know, take control again. Then, at the end of the episode, after the heroes beat the Kryptonians, beat Zod, the Emerald Empress, she gets away because the fucking... The, the, the eye the takes eye, her away. Which, that's going to be huge for the future. I can't wait to see that. Um, she gets away... Laura Zod jumps in the time bubble, so we're like, fuck, he's going to get away. And then we're like, fuck, I'm thinking, I ain't going to lie, I'm thinking, like, the heroes are going to have to do some tricky shit at the end of the episode. Like, right. try, like have to try to, like, go back in time themselves. I thought like, we were finally going to see that time, whatever happens in, like, ten years, that Superboy's prominent to, that one specific spot. That oh, and maybe he's going to, like, try to yes, get the air and that's, get him. that's exactly what I thought was going to happen. But, yeah, keep going, keep going. But I thought, I, I just didn't know what was going to happen. He gets to the time bubble, the, the controls are locked, and it takes him all the way back to the beginning of the, the this, this, this season where we see Superboy first get blown up. He gets he jumps out the time bubble thinking he's got another chance to kill uh Thinking Superboy, he's got another thinking chance. Thinking he's got another chance to kill Superboy. Gets left behind by the damn time bubble because Metron had a pre-programmed. Phantom Girl already he, took Superboy away. He left there with the bomb, the kryptonite bomb, and a whole bunch of lava. And that shit disintegrates his ass. Leaving him as the goddamn stain from the beginning of the show. Metron. that shit full circle. Bro, Metron turned him into a shit stain on the wall. And you know what? And we say we got, he got, Metron got his leg, his legs back. Because earlier on, in, not earlier on, a couple of fucking, no, no, no. A few episodes ago, yeah, yeah, yeah like was five, six episodes ago. Lorzad was fucking Metron up with the, uh, the Zal Kaiser? Kaiser Thrall. Kaiser Thrall, there we go. With the Kaiser thought they were fucking him up. Who we would never would have guessed was, was, was a, Danny Chase. Yeah, yeah. I, I have no idea. Yeah, no idea. Oh, uh, yeah, cool character, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he seemed he seemed pretty with the shits and ready to help whenever he could. I yeah. liked him. He was prepared. Hope he gets a body. I, I hope I hope they expand more in his character. Yeah, hope he gets a body. Yeah. That's not fair. Yeah, the kid in the box, like an eleven-year-old kid. That was that was actually kind of like super dark. A dark thing we just completely overlooked because of the main story. Really. I mean, not we, but like we didn't get enough time to like sit there and really like. Like, digest that, you know? Right. We were just like, yo, what the fuck? And then, like, the next shit happened, you know what I mean? So, I, it was wild, man. It was wild. I enjoyed it deeply, but it was wild. The heroes won. And I love that, like, too, even, like, the heroes that were there, like, they coordinated together and they beat the Kryptonians that were there and they sent them, pushed them back and stuff. But then, like, all the heroes showed up at the end. Like, it was already, It was like, like what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We late, but look, we're here. Like, yes. you know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't play games. Bro, they like, tonight arrows Marvel. and bullets and shit. They was like, what the fuck is up? Yeah, but all the flashes showed up. They like, yeah. oh, what's up? And then, of course, you know, after that, the ending. Fucking amazing. The wedding, the building up since the beginning, you know, we were building up at the, at the beginning of the season and we thought turned into tragedy. Got to happen. First of all, while Superboy, when he came back, he was under the sway of Zod because of his burns. His hair had been burnt off in a certain way, and it was kind of designed like his classic 90s look when he first got introduced, and he had like the punk rock Superboy, uh, you know, like the, the spiky jacket and stuff. Now, 
at the end when he's at the wedding, he got the real, real low cut, like the mid 2000s. Yeah, my fade in the edge of it. Yeah, my number two. Yeah, all over. Number two fade all over, yeah. Yeah, number two all over, man. So that was dope. I love all the Easter eggs and stuff. And all the heroes at the wedding, cop costumes optional. You know, Batman pulled up to the wedding. As Batman. (laughs) Smoke pellets on the side. You know what I'm saying? Just in case. Got a wedding at three, Joker's ass to kick at six. Just in case somebody tried to take an extra piece of cake, Batman got batteries. You know what it is. <laughs> but man, I just love that ending, man. It was beautiful. Like it's like he said, these the Young Justice writers, man. They they don't fail us. This is the best DC show I think uh, ever. I think maybe animated or live action. Um, I fuck with it. Yeah, yeah. They, I... they 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 never they never fail us. Uh, of course, you know I have my issues when I said like I you know I want them to definitely want, at some point write a true true ending and you know Greg Wyden said he was against that and all that stuff, but. That's neither here nor there. They better get a season five because this was phenomenal. Oh my gosh, bro. This was the phenomenal. fucking reveal at the end. It turns out all the Kryptonians they what? put in the Phantom Zone. I was going to get to that. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but I just want to say that it was phenomenal. It was, it was, it was hard. It, I was going to say hard. It was uh, heartwarming. Heartwarming. That's <laughs> what I was trying to say. Yeah, it was heartwarming. So, but of course, the after credit scene, you can take it away. Oh, man. bro. It's fucking after credit scene. Turns out all the Kryptonians these motherfuckers put in the Phantom Zone. Fucking uh, Clarion helped. Uh, Vandal Savage take damn near all of them out, put them in the fucking, uh, on uh, no, he took World World to the Phantom Zone, right? Yep. Yeah, and then, with Clarion, and then they put them all in those little, those little prisoner fucking capsule things, and then teleported the fucking World World right out of there, took all the Kryptonians, took Zod and Armin His fucking army and imprisoned them all, all and then sat there and Yo. literally offered a couple of fucking but warriors wait, wait. to fucking Darkseid. But wait, wait, before we even get to those warriors, that's major. But before we get to that, we've been sitting here wondering, like, yo, yo, Vandal Savage, he's a bad motherfucker. But how is he going to take on Darkseid? This dude has done maneuver the plan. He's been waiting in the shadows. Maneuver the plan to get an army of Kryptonians. This is the greatest DC cartoon villain probably we've ever had. Yeah. Like, this is amazing. And not just, but then on top of that, but like you say, Darkseid, you need Darkseid. He didn't even care. So what kind of what kind of power this dude got? What kind of people he got on his side that you can have a whole army of Kryptonians, whatever? But it's, it's that's what I was talking about earlier, man. Like Vandal Savage and Darkseid, like they have this like this like Darkseid more for Darkseid uncharacteristically like weird respect and homage they pay to each other. They like, plan to both move. They plan to both conquer the, yeah, cat, the yeah. galaxy each. But that's and it's then, wild as fuck that they're so ready to help each other. Despite that, you see what I'm saying? Like, it, I, I would understand it more of as, like, you stay out of my way, I stay out of yours. Vandal Savage can call up Darkseid and be like, hey, yo, you you're, you're fucking with, you're, one, I need a favor, or two, one of your fucking, your, your henchmen or henchwomen are out here fucking I'm around fine. with the anti-life equation, you know, anti-life equation, it's out of pocket, man, it's fucking up my plans. And Darkseid will recall them home and torture their ass for fucking Vandal Savage. Like, you see what I'm saying? So it's, 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 it's wild how, like, Mutually, like on the same page, they are. It's not just like stand my way, stand yours. It's like you got a problem, and I got a problem. I'll I'll help you, but you got to help me. I'll get you what you want, but you got to give me what I want. I think this version of Dark Side sees a true a true rival in uh in Vandal Savage. Even even when even even though when they first met, he beat him because mm-hmm. at that time Vandal was Genghis Khan, right? And he beat him then, but you know, he saw that Vandal was immortal. And you know he's, he he survived his own mega beans, like 
that right there showed him that like this dude could really grow into something. This could be somebody who could really stand toe to toe with me. Like I think he looks at him that way, you know, yeah. and he sees like his ambition. Like this dude could help me really conquer the galaxy. And if uh, plus if he conquers half, and I conquer half, all I have to do is beat him and then take his half. Like that, and that's how they're both thinking. Right. That's how they're and, that, and they and they know it. They know that's what they've agreed upon. That's what makes this shit so badass. But of course, the after credit scene that we learned that he gets the Kryptonians and Darkseid gets spoiler alert. If you have not seen Young Justice, skip maybe a minute because they don't take that long to get this out. Fucking, he gives them Kara Zor-El, bro. Kara Zor-El. And was, she's apparently been in the Phantom Zone, so they changed a little bit of her origin then, right? Or to our knowledge what her origin was because then her daddy sent her on the ship too. It just yeah, like got yeah, set off movie. track. In some versions, it got set off track right. into the Phantom and, Zone. Oh, into the Phantom Zone. Okay, so then this one is what they're going with then. Yeah, she right. was in the Phantom Zone already. Wow. And then Granny Goodness got her, and she got, what was it, uh, Mary, Mary, Mary something? Mary, yeah. Mary, what the fuck? Now, I wish we, now that, I didn't know, and it was a, it was a Mary Marvel. There we go, that one, Mary Marvel, Mary yeah. Marvel, and um, who else was the other one? And Barter was there. Barter was there. Yeah, now, Barter, Barter makes sense. Barter, though, Barter, yeah, Barter makes sense. Yeah. Barter's supposed to be there, but but of course, they've already kind of like hinted that Barter could change, because I think, who said, who talked to her in a previous season? Superman or something like that? Somebody said something, oh, somebody said something. It wasn't Wonder Woman? It was, I don't think it was, I think it was Superman. You think it was Superman? Somebody it, said something yeah, about her being able to be better than what she is or yeah, something. I think it was Superman. Yeah. But either way, yeah, somebody, she, she probably won't break out of that, because we know Barter's history. And, and, yeah, if, it was if, with, if they uh, stay true to that. You know, maybe she was Scott Free and shit. Yeah, maybe yeah. introduce Sky and then maybe she gets out. Man, Marvel, I wish we had spent a little more time with that character, and then maybe we, it would have felt less like forced that she turned like against to, to, yeah. to the against the heroes like this. Like, but I get that like she's she's a person like dealing with addiction. She's like living addicted to her powers, right? And like, you know, there's any goodness like, probably peeped that shit. Yeah, from, the from person far. who was like enabling your addiction is, is, your, is kind of your hero, right? So. You know, in in your mind. So maybe that's that's why she's you know so. I wish we would have seen on the screen. With them. I, I wish we would have seen like we we saw when she was in the middle of working with Zatanna on trying to control her power, right? So right. the power didn't control her. I wish we could have seen how bad it had gotten to to the point where she had was forced to. That's go what I'm saying. Like, I wish we got a little more screen time. Yeah, the screen time on, on on how she got to the point where she needed to have a mentor to teach her to use the magic, so that way she wouldn't lose herself. Right. Because we, we saw it. We can kind of get a hint that she stayed in that persona as, a, as a, what was it, Mary Marvel? Is that what it was? Yeah, she was like doing it all, down, all the time. And she never stayed, turned back. never turned back to who she actually was. And it eventually like ate at her. And they had to force her to return back to normal. Right. And now she's, which is kind of like, this is what's kind of like weird about that whole storyline. Because it's like, I know a lot of shit is going on, but like nobody is checking on this girl. Yeah, like not not Shazam, not their siblings, yeah, where's not, Ca- where's Captain not, not Black Canary, Captain, you know what I mean? Come Captain Marvel. So some respect. He is Captain Marvel in this show. They actually put some respect on my boy's name in this show. They don't call him Shazam. Goddamn, copyright. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I, think it's, I think it's a copyright thing, but yeah, it's Captain it's Marvel. Thing. All right. You done? All right. It's Captain Back to Marvel. what I was saying. Not her, her foster brother or real brother or whatever the fuck they are in this universe. Not Black Canary, who's supposed to be like the therapist of every fucking teenage hero and adult hero. Oh, I'm there. glad you brought that up. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it, it didn't, it didn't like click on y'all that it was weird that girl been gone for what, weeks, months at yeah. this point? I mean, like I said, a lot of, a lot of shit is going on. Like, nobody checking. Maybe no. they, maybe they're going to show some flashbacks that like people was going by her apartment or something. Like, I don't know. But, you know, like, I wish they would have shown more of that for mm. sure. 
But I'm glad you brought up Black Canary and the therapy stuff because they teased something at Connor's wedding that straight from the comic books. They teased Sanctuary. Sanctuary in the comic books comes from the storyline Heroes in Crisis, which is not, you know, not not the most beloved storyline, but is a storyline where the heroes, you know, uh, you know, they, we find out that they have a place called Sanctuary that's created by the Justice League where heroes can come and get therapy. And in the story, Heroes in Crisis, a massive murder of a bunch of heroes oh. happens. And it was one of the flashes, if I'm not wrong. In right? the end, it turned out the, to be Wally. And he lost his shit, right? Mental breakdown or something? He lost control of his power. Later right. on, that was retcon. That's been retcon since, since Wally came back that he actually... He didn't actually like lose control of his powers. Because like Wally was like, that didn't really make sense. Like he's a veteran. Like and I, I, well, I get. Listen, I'm not gonna try to shit on Tom King's story right now. Like, does that all the time? <laughs> but <laughs> like, because I get where he was going for. Like he was so like emotionally frazzled that even a veteran could lose control of their powers like mm. that. But I, I understood also why a lot of people didn't like that. So they retconned it recently that like, Savitar, not not the one from like the Flash TV show, the, the real Savitar from the right. comic books, the actual guy who called himself the God of Speed and stuff. He was like manipulating things from the speed force. He caused some things to happen like throughout time that essentially like it had like Wally like going through time and shit like that. But it didn't happen until like later on in the future. So Wally didn't realize that like it was actually Salvatore that caused the, like the heroes in crisis thing. Not him. Huh. So I'm assuming like now them bringing up Sanctuary here to me that's a huge sign that Wally's coming back. Right. Now they could use this in a, in a totally... Uh-oh. Different way. I didn't even say, I didn't see you going there with that. Go ahead, good. Like this is like to me. They, to me, they use this in a totally different way. You have sanctuary. You do a time skip. You have sanctuary, right? Because this is because remember, remember how I played in. We were talking about like Wally coming back and how like we could show his point of view and how you know coming back and not all it's cooked up to be because people have moved on and stuff like that. But we could go further than that. What if they have sanctuary and all these all the heroes there getting treatment? Episode one, season five, opens they're all there getting treatment. Boom! Bolt of lightning strikes. Whole bunch of heroes die in the middle of sanctuary as a crater. Wally West. Wow. Like that would be a way. And then you're like, for one, how the fuck did Wally come back? How, how slash why did he kill everybody? Like that is a way cooler way to do sanctuary than like. Because I remember in, in Sanctuary, like, literally, like, Wally was, like, one of the dead people first. And then it, like, turned out, like, he some weird did some weird shit where, like, he faked his own death or something. It was some crazy shit. Right. But if you do it like this, where, like, he's pulled from the Speed Force and he thinks it's kind of, like, his fault because he was trying to get back and stuff like that. And then you find out later it was the villains and the light. And maybe you have Savitar be a member of the light. Right. Because you know how they love to, like... They, like, swipe out. Yeah, 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 yeah. they put the chem- the kind of mythos in there. This shit could be way dope. Like, I, they could do a way doper version of Heroes in Crisis. That'd be pretty cool. Because that's not like the heroes really in crisis. They're the most, their most, one of their most beloved members comes back and his coming back kills a whole bunch of them. Uh, like, that shit would be bonkers. Man, that'd be a, that'd be a season to pull at your heartstrings for sure. Because I know, because man, you got to pull up with the fact that one Wally that we've been asking for to come back since fucking forever came back finally. Right? Two, not only does this motherfucker gonna have to, in that theory, would have to come back and and readjust to life. His friends are like 10 years older than he is at this point. Right. The girl he was in love with probably has a family now at this point, maybe. You know what I mean? Depending on how long the timescape is in this theory. Right? Your friends are older. 
everybody went on, moved on with their lives. Like, yeah, you know I mean, even your hero is probably either retired at this point or doing some other shit. Now you got to adjust to life, and you killed everybody. Now That's some shit. Right. People have a hard time trusting you now. You yeah. should be oh, loved. Yeah. So and then you'd be like this the mystery of trying to like uncover like how he didn't really do this and all this type right. of stuff and he could be like kinda of leading that and it could be really dope. I just they have a lot of ideas, but I, I yeah. I'm very excited for season five and where they take this oh, story. Man, I, they need to hurry up and announce it like they're renewing it for oh, season absolutely. five. But this show's phenomenal, absolutely. man. Oh my gosh, like you know, and they could take this whole the whole Fury thing in a different in so many like, directions, bro. Right. Because you got you got Mary Marvel, you got Carol, you got you got Barta. The Kara thing is is dope too. Because I like I was talking to you about this earlier. I really hope that this version of Kara wasn't in a coma. Like remember we talking about that. Like I don't want this version to have been in a coma. I want her to have to have suffered through the Phantom Zone. Because they mentioned they said this Kryptonian has been in the in the Phantom Zone for forty years. Right. That's exactly how old Superman is. Like. She has, if she's experienced 40 years of torment from Zod's army, from the creatures of the Phantom Zone, like she's become this hardened, tormented person, I can see her really like, you know, becoming this person who gets under dark side sway. And that makes more sense because remember, you know, we're talking about how they did this in the 2000s in the, the comic books where they had, you know, dark side try to like manipulate Supergirl. I think they even did that in a cartoon movie once. Yeah. Like, yeah. This really makes sense. And like, it's like, he don't even gotta like really swear. No, he she's... gave her freedom, and she's kind of just like, yeah, I'm with it. You yeah, know? I'm with it. Paycheck, food. You and know we talked. Yeah. To, remember, I thought you was like, they're gonna manipulate her, like in her view of Superman, because it's like your cousin's been out here doing this thing, man. Like, he come for you. He don't love he you. Come, yeah, he like... got a whole clone out here, and we, yeah, you, you brought that up. You're like, how he hates uh, Supergirl, hated clones in the new fifty. Yeah, new fifty. Oh man, she she was throwing all kinds of insults, iconic, calling them an abomination and shit, and, right. and like the the worst part of science or whatever the fuck. Shot man, she was hurt. My feelings reading that shit. <laughs> and I said they could bring that up and kind of retcon season one of Young Justice and have that be like, you know, Superman kind of knew of the history of the clones on Krypton, and maybe that's why he had that super adverse reaction to Connor when he first met him. <laughs> and it wasn't that he was afraid of being. He wasn't a just afraid of fatherhood. He was afraid of clones. <laughs> he was afraid of clones. Right? Like, y'all motherfuckers was cloning people and replacing people in Krypton, bro. It was. Well, I'm super excited for uh, for season five. Oh, and it better get it, man. HBO as of right Max, now, we yeah. As of right now, don't guys, you, don't you let us down. They HBO haven't Max. confirmed anything, but I mean, man, the way they went out with this last episode, I I I don't see why they'd go that hard, go that hard in the paint just to leave us dry. You know what I'm saying? Right. So what what we got next though? Up next, we are talking about more DC characters. Cool, but not in animated format. In the comic books, in yeah, the yeah. source, we're going to the source material, the source wall. Some would say that was lame, but whatever. Fuck it, roll with it. Uh, <laughs> roll with that shit. You know, that shit was dope. Y'all heard it, but I saw him do this. This shit was dope. All right, Go so ahead, talking about Dark Crisis number one after the death of the Justice League, which was a pretty cool issue, man, by Joshua Williamson. Which is, you know, it's funny. Like I want to talk about that real quick. Just that Justice League series. I took some time and I caught up on Bendis' Justice League. And it's like funny, the series is actually a lot better than I expected it to be. It was actually really good. I liked it. Yeah. And it was I, I'm actually one issue from being done. I'm like one issue from the death of Justice League, which that's when Williamson came on. And like it's funny, I saw people the other day, it's like people were like, Bendis, he always comes into a series and he's like his first thing he does is like change the whole status quo. And I was like, Yeah, damn, this kind of, this time it happened to him. Like <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like he was he had a Justice League run coming on. Nah. Just leave dead, buddy. <laughs> like, your plans are over. I don't know what you're But it actually does seem like all this stuff was, like, flowing together and all leading up to this place. 
uh, from Justice League to Batman and Shadow War. Detective comes. All of it all seems really connected, and it really seems like DC is really doing really well with the connectivity when it comes to comic books. So if, I, if you're a DC fan, you're looking to get into comic books, right now is a really, really good time. But getting into Dark Crisis, number one. An amazing first issue. I'm not, like, too big. Like, I like event books, but some of them are, like, really cash-grabby, and some of them, like, really aren't that good. Mm-hmm. This seems like it's 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 really, like, it's not just, like, cameo-filled. Where, like, Metal, which I love Metal. Metal was good. Death Metal was a little bit much. But Metal was good, and it was, like, more cameos and more, like, okay, oh, shit, this motherfucker's here. This person's here. This is that, but it's so much more character-focused. It's so much more character-focused. It feels, the character beats are so good, man. Like, uh, the story flows so well. I love uh, John Cannon. I love, because John Cannon, like, people, I saw people online, like, killing him. Like, oh, man, this, this is the Justice League. And it's like, read the story. And he, yeah, he does, like, he, he just, like, asks a whole bunch of people, like, to be a part of the Justice League. He's like, come on, we got to try. Like, we got to try. The fact that he's just trying, he just, he resonates his father, like, so much. And... Even then, that's not going to be the Justice League. Like, he puts them together, and, like, even that, the, some of them, they're like, really? Like, some of them, even when they say yes, they're like, they're like really? And then when they're all together, and Black Adam sees them and stuff, and he's like, this is no Justice League. Yeah, he's he, pointing, pointing out, he's like, you're going to die, you're going to betray them, you're going to betray them, you're going to leave. Yeah, and he goes yeah, down, yeah, he's, yeah, just, was, he's yeah, just judging the fuck out of everybody there, bro. That, that shit was hilarious. That was dope. That's right, like, <laughs> correct. Probably correct, though. <laughs> correct. And he was like, he told, he told um, Superman. Um, which is super, I, so dope that I said that flawlessly now, just now. Thought I was talking about John Kent, but I said Superman, that's cool. But like he told John Kent that like, you know, he, we, we both know who should lead the, the next Justice League. And then the, the scene, you know, flip to Nightwing. And we, and it's readers, we've ever said this before, Nightwing is the leader of this next generation. He, he's, he has to lead the heroes into the future. And even when the Justice League eventually comes back, I think that this has to be the new status quo. I like this, like, I obviously, we haven't seen the full formation of what this new Justice League is going to be with Nightwing and with, he, with the roster that he ends up picking and stuff like that. Right. But I, I like that he is going to be like the leader. We know that. Like, even though he's trying, like you see within the story, because that's Nightwing too. He's like, he's he is responsible, but at the same time, like that level of responsibility, like everybody counting on him, he is a little hesitant. And like to step into the roles of Batman, he's hesitant to do that again. So right. like, he's trying to focus on the Titans and trying to protect them. Right as he's, like trying to protect them. Oh man. Slave fucking comes and he's like, There's no more Justice League, the Teen Titans will die. Ghostmaker fucking called it, boy. That man said tough talk from a motherfucker that always goes after the kids. <laughs> and lo and behold, one storyline later, here comes Deshrick again with a new haircut, yeah, you know, a trench coat, a new fit. You see what I'm yes. saying? Darker color scheme, you see what I'm saying? Smoking a fucking stogie in this motherfucker. And he's just sitting here watching Titan's Tower get blown to bits, dog. The art is phenomenal. Oh, it's fucking amazing. It is amazing, man. Deathstroke doesn't seem like he's playing. We only seen him a little, what was it, like a couple panels in that in that yeah. book? But he made showed, an impact. Showed up and he, in, you know, spoilers, big spoilers here. Big spoilers, guys. He killed a major, major Teen Titan. Spoiler. Big time Teen Titan from the, from the days of the great George Perez. Uh, our boy Beast Boy is presumed dead. It's safe to assume this simply because we have never seen a character get shot in the face and survive like that. So, what? 
Yeah, yeah, you know I mean, like, yeah, in this context. In this, right, right, yeah, right. And Beast Boy, he ain't, no human, style, he ain't got no human factor. Yeah. Unless they did do some shit, like, I don't know, Beast Boy changed into something like that. Channeling is able to, you know what I mean, to be able to yeah, right, do right. something. Because he looks a little more animalistic in that scene than I've seen him before. Right before, you know, right before he got shot, he turned into it's an animal and moved his organs around and shit. Or, no, he, or he turned into an animal that could withstand the bullet or something. I don't know, he turned to an elephant or some shit. Uh, turns like he can, like, they say here in Recon, he can turn parts of his body more animalistic than others. So his fucking forehead, like, turned to, like, armadillo skin or That'll be shit. how they bring him back. You think so? <laughs> That'll be <laughs> the next writer. It ain't gonna yeah, be Josh yeah, Williams. Yeah. It ain't gonna be Because they, they hinted that he was gonna kill a major character, right? Right. And, and this is probably, I hope this is it. I feel, I feel like they don't use Beast Boy a lot in canon. Like, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, they, I haven't seen him in canon he's not, forever, he's not, that, he's not that major of a character in canon. He hasn't been in a long time, unfortunately. Right. And uh, I think this is one of those deaths that could stick. You think so? Yeah. I think DC's been kind of like pretty steady with the, the, the deaths, like the recent deaths. Yeah. Like Alfred, oh, yeah. Alfred's Alfred, still Alfred, gone. Oh, man. And honestly, I hated that when it happened, but like this, that's been like one of the best deaths. Yeah. Like, that, it's that, had like a huge impact. Yeah. I think they I think they planned that one out pretty the well. The story, well, I think, if I remember correctly, I think Tom King, how he wrote it, I think originally, he wrote it like it's like a hallucination. And then it was editorial, I believe, or publishers who were like, no, let's kill him for real. And Tom King was like, no, 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 because I think he knew people were going to hate him for it. <laughs> like, he's like, no, 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 that's not kill off. They were like, no, 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 let's kill off because it'll be like a huge status quo change. Mm-hmm. And I think the editorial and publisher yeah, was right. Yeah, and whoever was there that made that choice, I think they really thought it through and were like, yeah, yeah no, that's a good I, choice. I think it was right. I think it was the right choice. Yeah. It hurt. It hurts me when they bring him up and this motherfucker, they, they either see him in the background, like hallucinating shit, or they can hear him, like, you know what right. I mean, hear what his little snarky remarks are right. or his advice, you know what I mean? Can I- I, I'm, I'm begging. You know what? I, I saw a quick panel of um, Duke Thomas. I haven't seen him in forever. And he he showed a quick glimpse of him in, in Dark Crisis. So I'm begging you. Because I know a lot of Scott Snyder's creative characters get forgotten. But for the love of God, can... Um, uh, God damn it. I'm so sorry. Julia. Can Julia Pennyworth come to the front of the congregation, please? Can, can somebody find Julia Pennyworth? Penny 2? Alfred Pennyworth's daughter, she just evaporated from comic books. She's just gone. She was a great character. I loved her in the New yeah. 52. I thought she was a great character. Her being like cool. a former spy, medic, and all that shit. Like, yeah. she's like a younger... Yeah, she's basically Alfred. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Why not bring her on? You know who I thought would be great? Her in a series? Nobody steal my idea. I thought <laughs> I thought her and Damien in a series together, like her as like the person on the comms slash medical person. Alfred's daughter was actually in a Catwoman movie. That animated movie that came out recently. The one that's Get out of here. Hunted? Because I was going to ask you about doing a review to it. Yeah. She's actually... I need to watch. So you watched it already. Oh, yeah. I watched it already. I need to watch it. Was it. Okay. it was I was going to watch it after I finished doing Justice, but yeah. I, I got busy. It, I can see the the anime aspects in that. It was, it was, it was okay. Okay. Was I need to check that out. Yeah. A little, so little so different. They had but Julie in there. Yeah. Yeah. She was working for... I got to ask. What? What was her skin tone? Um, wasn't as dark in the comics, but she wasn't. But she was brown. Some level of brown, yeah. Okay, okay, I, I can take some that. level. I can take. They ain't, they ain't white. They ain't like whitewasher. Really no, because they would have. Yeah, but they could have got away with it. Because oh my god. So in the seventies, quick trivia, people. In the seventies, there was a character called Julia Pinworth, and she was introduced for like one issue of Batman, where she was like supposed to be Alfred's daughter. I think she was Alfred's daughter. It was some weird shit. And they never brought her up again. Never, ever, ever brought her up again. This is 1970s. Fast forward to 2011, 12, whatever. When you got Batman and uh, yeah, Batman and Robin Eternal, or Batman Eternal, I can't remember which one it was. Whatever the Scott Snyder series was where they introduced Julia Pennyworth. 
And the only similarity is that they have the same name. The Scott Snyder character is essentially an, an original character. And they're the true Julia Pennyworth that we all know. So when people make her, okay, I guess I can deal with that. <laughs> I just saw a picture of Julia Pennyworth in that movie. I guess I can deal with that. Yeah, I mean, compared to the white characters in that movie, she's brown. Yeah, I, I, I can do yeah. that. She looks like a mixed, you know, she looks like a mixed, uh, yeah, mixed, mixed character. Mixed character. Yeah. I, I can deal with that. I can deal with that. Yeah. So, you know, ju- you know, people sometimes don't make her, like they made her white, like completely white and bad woman. And I'm like, okay, I guess you can get away with that because she was like, you know, white in that one book in 1977. But, <laughs> you know, like the, the, the tens or hundreds of books that she's been in where she's like actually like a an actual character, she's always been portrayed as a woman of color. So, like, I like to see her portrayed that way. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. But, yeah. But Dark Crisis, man, dark, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the next issue. I'm actually going to continue to read this event and I'm actually buying The book is fucking beautiful. Like, I, go to the comic book shop, get this book. You don't get any other book, because I know comics are expensive, but this book is fucking beautiful. I think they're using, like, an older paper, man. It, it's just it's just fucking beautiful. It feels amazing. So, go read Dark Crisis. I definitely, definitely would say oh, yeah. it's worth it. Deathstroke out here making waves, man. Y'all Deathstroke fans, get, get on it. Definitely recommend it. But I think that's, it. that's all we got for DC and the DC world. We're going to move on. We're going to talk about wait, some... Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, you got something else? Joker 2, my boy? What? I, well, I was going to say that. That's in movie announcements and all that stuff. Okay. All right. I mean, it's not the end of DC. We can start there. Go, we can start there. Go for it. But man. we're going to do movie announcements. Movie announcements, guys. There's no... You can tell we got no etiquette. We just, we just figured it. We're going... We just going. <laughs> it's three geeks, man. Us, me, you, and them. You see what I'm saying? So, like, you yeah, know what I mean? It's a conversation. I mean, exactly. It's a good, it's a good conversation. It's a good conversation. Fuck the etiquette, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pay so, me, you'll get etiquette. Fuck geez, out of here. <laughs> when I get the deal, you'll get a you'll get better service. <laughs> Fuck you mean? <laughs> now, if I go ahead, bro. How did you? How do you pronounce the title for this new Joker movie that's in the works? Fale Deuce. Is that Fale, how you say? Fale Deuce. Fale de Deuce. Or Fale Fale is Fale something in the middle, right? Fale. No, it's Fale Deuce. De Deuce. Pale Deuce, something along that line. Uh, you know what? Sounds like uh, some Google, douche. Google is your friend for a reason. Yeah, Google how to say it, right? And it, it kind of just like boils down to the idea of sharing a similar mental illness yeah. or impediment with someone close. In most cases, apparently, it's like a family member. Fole Edu. Fole Edu is defined as an identical or similar mental disorder affecting two or more individuals, usually the members of a close family. Man, it's like Joker, I just said that. <laughs> but he didn't sell it. He didn't say it so elegantly. All right. Like, <laughs> Joker 2 is called Joker Foley Dude. And we are speculating that that could mean a multitude of things. But we know there's a second Joker movie coming. I'm kind of excited because of the title. If it was just like if was Joker 2 or whatever, yeah. I wouldn't know. Because you know how I felt about the first Joker movie. I thought it was okay. You know, as as the movie that it was, but as a Joker movie, it's not what I really was yeah, looking for. It, in the it Joker seems movie. it seemed as a better movie to watch somebody go through sad cycles in their life and break. Right. And it wasn't the Prince of Fucking Chaos right. that we know right. and love Become so much. Prince of Crime. Yeah, there you go. You know, so it didn't feel like that. But this this movie's title, you know, it indicates that you know the, the Joker could be uh, facing someone in this movie who has a similar mental disorder, or or like, a couple months ago, well. During press for one of his movies, Willem Dafoe was speaking on he on how he would like to appear in Joker 2 and how he would like to play 
a second Joker who is pretending to be the Joker and is using the Joker's methods and stuff like that. And uh, the Joker that we know, the Joaquin uh, Phoenix Joker, he breaks out of jail and wants to take on this other Joker. Now, he was just kind of pitching that, like, in the, in the moment. But, you know, this title now could indicate that that's something that we could actually see. I mean, the cameras haven't started rolling yet. Right. We just, just mean the script is done. And, you know, that was some months back. The script was being worked on then, so we could very well see. I mean, I would not miss an opportunity like that. To have, we when you know he wants to do it, that's like one of those things where it's like, when Marvel, you got to go get John Krasinski. Right. Like, if Willem Dafoe wants to play a version of the Joker against Joaquin Phoenix Joker, you go do it. You don't waste time. He definitely looks like Joker from the Arkham series. Like, when the, the, game, the video games and shit, I've seen a lot of art, fan art done about him. Yeah. And that specific costume, and he looks like to the T, dog. His performance as Osborne, to me, is evidence enough that he, that he can be Joker. Hell yeah. Fuck out of here. This is a fucking straight psychopath. But let me let me run an idea past you that I didn't think about until right now, right? It might have seemed a little obvious. Maybe you thought about it, but it, it just occurred to me, right? Because the, the disorder itself, right? Mm-hmm. What you just mentioned right now, you know, similar mindsets within... Easy, I'm saying a couple of people, right? right? Disorders, right? What if they're referring to Harley Quinn? I've, I've seen people say that. Yeah. I've seen people say that online. Like, what if they're referring to a version of Harley Quinn? You know what I mean? And maybe they have like a uh, Bonnie and Clyde type movie on their hands. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like these two people together like are like mentally, uh, you know, not, not all here. And they're both like uh, in the midst of each other's chaos. Kind yeah, of. That could... You know what? I think that could actually be a very good movie compared to the first one. Again, the first one was good, but it was good for what it was. Right. I mean, with the whole Bonnie and Clyde vibe, we could get some kind of like, you know, Joker and Harley Quinn energy if they're just like driving downtown straight up semi-automatic shooting the fuck out of like the cops or whatever. You know? It could be interesting, but a part of me doesn't believe that Warner Brothers would do another Harley Quinn. No. No, although they like, I know it seems like they've been like they've been more loose with that whole thing because you know there was a Joker in the Batman and there was, um, you know, we got Superman and Lois and we've got you know, you know, we've had sparing you know Superman appearances kind of not really but kind of in the movies or mentioned in the movies where, like, you think her character is too iconic with all with Margaret Robbie in that role and everything? I was gonna butcher the fuck out her name. Yeah, Margot Robbie. I think I think that. That that's off the table. I don't think that they do that. She's too. She's too iconic. I don't think they want to confuse the general audience in that way. Like you know, is there a new, there's a new Harley Quinn? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't right. want to do that. Okay. I mean, I, I could see Warner Brothers choosing to scrap that idea, but I think it'd still be pretty cool. A whole Bonnie and Clyde vibe. I wouldn't mind it. I am. Well, the thing is too. I'm also. I, but at the same time, I'm kind of tired of people like. Uh, What's the word? Romanticizing that, oh, that yeah, couple. No. Yeah, See, that, okay, so, I'm not saying I think it'd be a cute love movie. No, no, no. I know for a fact these two are psychopaths that very much deserve being in prison. You know what I mean? But like, for what they are, their characters, I would enjoy it. Not because I'm the, thinking you know, me the, and my girlfriend are totally Joker and Harley Quinn. Right. Hashtag. That's so, that's stupid as shit. It's, it's, people obviously don't read none of the source material. It's, it's mentally ill. It's, it's Yeah, like you fucking kidding me? They're psychopathic killers that mutilate and literally... Guerrilla warfare and chemical warfare you the know, fuck out of a city. I, I could see them doing it if they reversed it. If you were playing the Batman and the Telltale series. I don't know. So in that series, in the second game, there is the is a Joker in the second game, and it's like his relationship with Harley Quinn in that series is kind of the reverse. She's the dominant personality, and she's kind of like the leader of their gang and stuff like that, and he takes orders from her and stuff like that. It's if they With Arthur being how he is, kind of like the more victimized 
character. Mm-hmm. If, you know, like, if we've seen a Harley who kind of, like, manipulates him into, like, breaking out and doing these things because, like, she loves him and stuff like that. And she's right. like, I saw what you did and I, you know, I, I believe in you and all this type of stuff. Right. And, like, but she's really, like, manipulating him and they both have a similar, like, disorder. Maybe they could do it like that. But I still don't think they'd do another Harley. Or using him a means to her own ends. Like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe she, she's got beef with somebody and she's putting him in the path of the people she wants killed. Right. You know what I mean? Like, using him. Like, she has no real love for him or anything along that line. Completely cut out, cut out the love part. You know what I mean? I do want to see that two Joker thing, though, man. That thing that Willem Dafoe pitched, I would love to see that. Right. I would love to see that. I do think this, though, this confirms that we don't get Barry, uh, Barry K in this next Batman movie, though. You don't think so? No. I don't think it's said. Oh, because it's too soon? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. okay. You know how they are. Right, right, right. I don't think you do, like, a Joker movie and then Joker as the main villain of the next Batman movie. right. No, I didn't even. I didn't even think of that. You're right. So I think if we, but I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I mean better case out the picture now. Right. It just means he wouldn't be within the next like. Like yeah. Right. He he could still like I said they got the Arkham series and then plus he could still pop in the Batman too, but just not be the main villain. Right. So I'm excited. I, I guess I'm I'm kind of excited for it because the title, man, the title really has me intrigued. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for the possibilities, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. We'll we'll talk about what it is when they actually drop yeah, like somewhat of the trailer, yeah, 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 trailer, the idea of what's gonna be, what's gonna happen, who's in it, the actors and shit. You know what I mean? So yeah, so I'm excited for for the potential of it for now. We'll, for sure. we'll, we'll revisit this shit later on. Some other movies were announced. Well, a movie that had already been announced, but we finally seen like a first image from it. It looks pretty cool. And it, man, this motherfucker is actually that can do some shit with an iPhone, man. This dude took a picture of, the, you know, so two characters from his movie with iPhone. Looks like he used an IMAX camera. And we saw one, like a, a robotic character that's Anthony Hopkins, the legend, is playing this, like, robotic character, playing the voice of this, like, robotic character. And um, uh, he showed this, like, female alien-like character. But, you know, this is um, Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon where he's he, he's uh they they described it as Zack Snyder's like Star Wars. Yo. That's this ain't crazy. That's crazy. Like just knowing how wild Zack Snyder is. Right. Like like his own like space adventure and how crazy that could be. I just can't wait to see it. And like uh Netflix they really let him go wild with Army of the Dead and all that stuff. So I expect them to let him go wild with this and we get like a really cool like space movie. <laughs> that fucking that army of the dead shit was like on crack. That's what I'm saying. I used like that <laughs> shit about like this space aliens and ships. And, I'm saying like, you got you had fucking androids amongst the zombies and shit. You had fucking Easter eggs everywhere. Think, it think, was fucking weird. If I'm not mistaken, I think this idea for this movie derived from Zach's like failed pitch for Star Wars. Like I think yeah. he tried to pitch this. I I think I I think I read an article that that that, that said the same thing right. that this was. Like, a pitch that he made some time back that completely was, like, no. Yeah. Denied completely. Which sometimes, you know, you gotta, you gotta do your own thing. Yeah, I'm saying. What, what, what do they say? You gotta crack a few eggs before you make an omelet or whatever. You know what I mean? I don't know how that applied to this. <laughs> but, but we're gonna go with it. I'm with fail you. pitch, fail pitch. Now he has his own project. You know what? That's the omelet. You know what? You're right. You yeah. right, you right, right. I mean, you got more than the film, but all right. Anyway, but for this, for Rebel <laughs> Moon specifically. Yeah, yeah right. For Rebel right. Moon specifically. Right. Oh! Big, big move, big, big news. We've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this, for them to announce this. Next month, in July, Blade will begin filming. Finally. Right. Finally. Mahershala Ali 
We're going to get to see him, his blade, and all his glory. I, listen, the first the first set photo, all I want to see, I want to piss everybody off right off top. I want to see blade and some colors that's not all black. And I want to fuck everybody's mind up. I want him to fuck everybody's mind up because I think you can still get a great blade movie, but not aesthetically copy the Wesley movies. Acknowledge, but not aesthetically copy. Like, first first set photo, I want Blade to look drastically different than the Wesley Sniper. Accurate. Now, I ain't talking, now listen, I didn't even want to think to yourself, is this motherfucker talking about Blade with the afro and the, the ski goggles? No. <laughs> no. But, think, think Blade, Spider-Man animated series. We had the shorter jacket, the red undershirt. You know, chain around is like, you know, it, dude, just something aesthetically different to make us go like, oh shit, this is going to look really exciting. I just mm-hmm. really can't wait for like a first look. And I hope it's not like too, too familiar. Uh, I don't think they should copy, you know I mean, neck for neck, the way they design Wesley Snipes as a character for sure. But I don't think we should be getting a, in my opinion, I don't think we should be getting a huge like palette of bright colors on, on blades like you know, bright bits of shit. you see what I'm saying but I, like he can't be running around in yellow and purple at night and thinking that no one's gonna be able to see this motherfucker running in the shadows and shit you see what I'm saying like it just seems I mean he's still okay well he can still wear like see what I'm saying though right. yeah you see what I'm saying like it doesn't have to be black but maybe darker something maybe blue yeah okay you see what I'm saying like if you want to cut into the colors that's cool but like Maybe stay within a certain like you know darker hue. You know what I mean, just mm-hmm. so that way it makes more sense if he's if he's night stalking these fucking no. vampires. Oh, you know absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it like, can't you be can a give neon, us the classic colors. Yeah, neon fucking shirt and shit in the middle of the night. Like they're gonna see you. It's just, right. just like you I get it. Us. It does not be realistic, but it still has to fit the aesthetic of what you're doing. You know. Right. Who do you have? Do we have a villain confirmed for this movie? No. Who would you like to see? Would you like them to just right out the gate give them some some real big ass fucking like, you know. Vampire character and shit. A part of me wants us to say, yeah, go ahead and do Dracula. Oh, it's just gonna get there too. Yeah. yeah a so. part of me, like, because Marvel's Dracula is like a different, like, yeah, he's not the, he's not the kind of Dracula yeah. we know. Yeah. Yeah, he's like that. That is, it wouldn't it wouldn't be like the, the Blade Trinity Dracula either. It oh, be, that was fucking yeah, horrible! Was Holy shit, that was really bad. That was I rewatched that movie like a couple weeks ago. Oh my god, that was like the worst thing I've ever seen in my yeah. life. I'm exaggerating, but still. Blade 1 and 2 still hold up very well. Okay, Especially yes. number 2. Especially number 2. That shit's still amazing. Yeah, Blade 1 and 2 were definitely out there. Number 2 was probably my favorite. Number 2 is the best. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's amazing. It's still, it, it holds up like... Like, that movie could come out today and get good reviews. Yeah. Like, that movie is still really good. It was really good. Part 3, holy shit. That was just like... Oh my god, that was like the worst regurgitated ass fucking oh my god it was it was shitty man like it, it, I, didn't, I didn't understand any of it like what were they going for with Dracula's design as a human in that one it was weird he dressed weird he went into one store got mad at how they portrayed everybody and got started just like raging out like it was weird bro and then like we didn't see him in his monstrous form like like that much yeah, yeah, this, his monstrous form was kind of shitty I just want to see like long hair white long white, white hair, long white hair red red armor. Armor. yeah red armor and then boom you can save tons of money on effects and shit. Just give us a grayish, bluish skin tone, white haired, slenderish tall guy with fucking red armor and a nice ass fucking sword. It's gotta be like a really like dope ass actor. Yeah. Gotta be a powerhouse actor though. You think so? Somebody like it's gotta be somebody powerhouse and somebody like a little like you know what man? If if he wasn't already if he wasn't already playing Gore, I would have said Christian Bale. 
I was just thinking that shit. I, I was just gonna be like, yeah, the Christian Bale would be cool for it. If, if, he, if he's already playing gore, it's yes. like, if it, you know, if it was like, gore was like CGI, maybe mm. we could get both. You know, what I'm right, right. some shit like that where we like, like Josh Brolin, he played Cable and he played Thanos. Right. Like, maybe we get something like that. But this, it's like, it's too close. Yeah, yeah, no, it wouldn't work out. But somebody of that stature, or somebody, maybe somebody, yeah, somebody of that stature, maybe somebody around that age, somebody around that age and of that like stature actor, yeah. I would, I would like to see. Hell yeah, what? Fucking Dracula would be the shit. Yeah, go straight for it. Straight for the throat. Go, go for straight it. for it, yeah. Go straight for it. Lord of the Empires. I think so, because I don't want to see no Deacon Frost bullshit. Come on, man. Just... Yeah, cause... Like, don't give us what we saw in, in Wesley Snipes is, is, is Dracula. Uh, yeah. Not Dracula, sorry. Blade movies. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Give us, give, us a, give us a new adventure. Yeah, absolutely. Give us a whole new adventure. I think I think it'd be pretty cool. So that's a jump right Like, don't get me wrong. We saw Dracula and Blade, but that was done so shittily that we should get the real Dracula. My opinion. Absolutely. One second here. Now, I know also another more Marvel news, Thunderbolts is officially happening. Which Who's going to be in that? So, the Thunderbolts, so they've been teasing this like throughout the, the, the different projects, right? Right. So, um, it was starting Falcon and Winter Soldier. Right? So, um, the guy who, John Walker. Yeah, USA. The USA. Right. He, he <laughs> certainly would be on the team. It seemed like, uh, Ross was a putting together team. We've got to talk about that because the actor who actually passed, him, right? Right. Yeah. He passed away. Now, um, we're looking at um, the new Black Widow. She's on the team. Okay, that's Natasha's sister. sister. Right. She was and, in the Black Widow movie, right? Right. Right. Blonsky. Uh, um, Abomination. Abomination. Okay, so the real the Abomination we know from the Incredible Hulk movie. Right. Okay. And um, who else? I think they said that. Um, What's his name could be on the team too, but I'm not certain about that. Which uh, uh, from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the dude with the purple mask. Oh, Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo. They said maybe Baron Zemo could be on the team, but That's, I know Red Hulk was meant to be you know, one hurt. That could be how they keep Ross alive is if they just CGI Red Hulk in it. You know what I mean? He's already I transformed mean, I think, into Yeah, his I think Hulk that's form. like how you have to do it. <clears throat> like right. I've been I. There's you know, of course we don't know much about this movie, but that seemed like a rumor or something. Like, I don't know how I don't know if there's any truth to this. I don't want people to think this is like true. But I heard it like they might not even like try to do his character or something like that or you know, cuz cuz I mean, look at the history of what they it doesn't seem like they're they, they don't say they don't, they don't plan on recasting Black Panther. You know, you look at that maybe right. they, maybe it's the same thing. But I think that at some point that just gets silly, man. At some point that just gets silly. <clears throat> I saw somebody bring this up and I, I don't even want to say it. I didn't want to, I'm not even gonna say what they said because I thought it was kind of like you, I don't know you don't you don't even I don't even like to talk about that bad situations happening to people but let's say God forbid something happened to one of the Marvel stars and it's a big one it's one of the main ones right do we just never see that character again like he just doesn't work like that like life just doesn't work like that you know when Spartacus was on TV and Spartacus died the the guy who played Spartacus yeah. died. Rest in peace, my dog. He was, yeah, he was battling cancer. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in that, peace. Was, that was rough. I, I was actually really, not when it came out, but when it was dropped on Netflix, I actually binge-watched the shit out of right. that show. I was a real big fan for a while. And when he passed, they had to take some time and figure that out, but they had to come back and continue the story with somebody else. Boy, they, they brought back somebody that never seen the gym, I'll tell you that. That <laughs> character that came back, he didn't have that one shred of muscle on him. He, he was there for strictly acting, and that was it. He was not he, warrior-like even in the slightest. Was he all right? Was it? He, he was okay as an acting spark because he was okay he wasn't he wasn't horrible but he wasn't like you know what I mean he wasn't the first actor first actor was phenomenal this thing he stayed fucking fit 
crazy. Like he was right into his role. The yeah. second guy they did, he was the second guy they did. He was actually on CW shows. I know. Like the Flash. I know when he played a yeah. Weather Wizard. I know. There you go, Weather Wizard. Yeah, it wasn't was. I think he was more fit as Weather Wizard than he was. That's I like wish you know the Flash was always one of those things. Was like they just wasted characters like that, like Weather Wizard. They kind of brought him on uh, to you know to be a season villain. That's a whole other conversation. Right. But. Yeah, you know, it's what point, you know, I think you do have to know you have a situation. It's sad, man. You, know, you have an actor pass away, man. But all of us was going to say about Spartans, you know, they, they brought somebody else in. I think at some point you do have to recast. I think you do, of course, you want to honor the, the actor. Right. And you want to pay them some type of homage. But you're dealing with characters that have been around for, you know, decades. Right. They're going to be around for more decades. It's going to be around for some of them almost 100 years. It's going to be around for hundreds of years more. So, you know, more people are going to play these characters. And that's how it should be. And, that, and, of course, we want people to be able to play them for as long as they possibly can. But when life happens like that, unfortunately, you know, I think you do you do have to press on in some type of way. But we'll, we'll see how they we see how they do it. Right now, I'm excited for the movie. Either way, at least it's been confirmed because that's something that's the Thunderbolts is something like it wasn't really like confirmed. I think if people were just like putting the, the, the dots together, like okay, they're gonna do a Thunderbolts movie. Right. But like now, it's like confirmed. They got a director. Um, that's why I was looking up who the director is. I tell you what, though, I I didn't see this coming. Out of all the teams that they could you know put together, people and shit like that. I could see Thunderbolts being maybe a show, like a limited series. You know what I mean? But an actual movie for Thunderbolts? I, I can't say that was something that Jake, I was really Jake asking for. Jake Schreier is the director. Jake Schreier. I don't know what he's done, but Jake Schreier is the director. And uh, and, and uh, Zemo is a part of the Thunderbolts in the comics. I wasn't aware of this. I'm not aware too much about the Thunderbolts. Right. Um, he's in it. Um, it's a Taskmaster. Who asked for this? Like, I wasn't even like... I mean, I never really I mean, thought, hey, let's do Thunderbolts. Like, that was not... But, you know, Marvel doesn't give you stuff that you asked for. They give you stuff you never knew you wanted. <laughs> All right. But, like, hey, I can see this being, like, a limited series. The movie is, is okay. I mean, see how that goes. We'll, we'll see, though. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. excited. Uh, oh, one more Marvel news. I'm super excited for this shit. And I knew it was coming, too. Like, I literally knew it was, Let me tell you why I knew it was coming. Because Morbius got dropped twice and flopped twice. <laughs> I knew it was coming out of that. It's morbid time, motherfuckers. <laughs> when that shit, when that shit flopped twice, I knew they was putting out Spider Man again. I, I literally said that when it flopped twice. I said, "Damn, they gonna put out Spider Man again." And lo and behold, Spider Man is coming back to theaters. Spider Man No Way Home is coming back to theaters. An extended cut of the movie. And the bigger, the bigger hint of it was like the DVD came out, and there were supposed to be all these deleted scenes from it. And a lot of the deleted scenes that were, I guess, promised in the movie were missing. So that was like the first clue. Like, what the fuck? What happened to the deleted scenes? Mm-hmm. Y'all just are not going to so y'all not gonna release them? No, nah, they're releasing them. Just some in an extended cut of the movie. So we're going to get to see, I believe. Um, and I don't want people to think it's too crazy. They're going to be like, you know, oh, it's a little extra. I think it's like it's more It's more the Peters talking. We're going to get an extended version of that. There's more Matt Murdock in his version. Um, how, how much, how much, extra, like, how many more minutes? Do you know? I'm not sure. No? Man. What they call them, like the extended super fun version or something like that. Something I crazy. mean, they wouldn't call it extended if it wasn't if it was only like five minutes, right? Yeah, I mean, it's probably gonna be like another twenty minutes. I know there's a scene with Tom Holland's brother where he played like a thief. I think that's gonna get put in this movie. Right. It's supposed to be like it's gonna be like webs him up or something. Okay. All right. That seems that seems interesting. Right. And <laughs> we're gonna get to see Matt Murdock uh, represent Foggy 
And then I said represent Foggy. I meant represent um Damn. Happy. Happy. I call I you know why I call him Foggy? Because he played Foggy in, in the, 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 the Ben Affleck. Affleck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so we're gonna get to see a lot of cool scenes. I mean, I can't wait to see that. You know, just you gonna go to the theaters and watch it? Absolutely, because <laughs> I only saw the movie once in theaters. Yeah. I wanted to see it twice. I wanted to see it twice in theaters. And I only got to see it once. Hmm. To be honest with you, I I've only watched it once. Really? Yeah, it was really very really special for me. Like I very much enjoyed it, and I like like it's funny. Like I I remember it like almost all the way through. Even though I've only seen it once. It's because like I've seen it. It's like I feel like I see the movie every day on TikTok. Like, like these yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still like, see they, shit they, about they, it they, everywhere they, on social they, media, yeah, bro. Like, Jesus Christ. They ain't let this shit die for and nothing. It, it all. So I feel like I got to see it a whole bunch of times. But, <laughs> like, but I only saw it once in theaters. But that that was one of the greatest uh, theater experiences I've ever had. Yeah, it was a great movie. It was it was very good. So I'm super excited for that. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let me know how that goes. Let me know if it's worth it. You ain't going to go see it. I, I don't know, man. It, this is going to when, when it comes to September. All right, when they when they confirm how much more extra time is in it, you know what I mean? Okay. So like if if it seems like it's a reasonable ball, let's call it like 30, 35 minutes. You know what I mean, okay, maybe maybe that that seems worth it at that point. But you talking about like fifteen minutes? It's like ah, yeah. pretty sure you can just tell me about it. Okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But if it seems again thirty minutes, I'll do it. All right. All right. And more news. Was the guy? Was it? Um, what cartoon was it? Was it Chet you, Chet you Betcha? Was it? Was it? Oh, was that's that's what that was on. Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> More news with Chet You Betcha. <laughs> you Betcha. He was like a short dude with a giant chin or some yeah. shit. Like weird hair, whatever. A buffalo guy, right? Yeah, yeah he's always crazy, man. Okay. The boys. The boys. Oh, the boys. Got picked bro. up for season four already. And we're not even close to being done with season three yet. And they already got picked up. That's how fucking phenomenal. That's how. That's how you know there's a lot of weirdos out there. Y'all motherfuckers love that penis scene. Y'all some weird fuck. Y'all some weird fuck motherfuckers, boy. That is crazy. I'm glad they got picked up, but y'all some nasty motherfuckers. Bro. <laughs> I am ashamed of all of you right now. <laughs> glad they got picked up. Thank God you guys, you know, were interested in that scene, but y'all nasty. He y'all re- help. He rewinded that scene. Don't, don't let him do it. <laughs> <laughs> that scene was phenomenal, but, um, yeah. Um, what do we got next on here? You, Castlevania. Castlevania. Talk to us about it. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, uh, Georges, you don't watch Castlevania, right? I started, and I have not finished, like a lot of things. Oh, man. All right. Let's uh, see. Let's see. Like my failed relationships. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not drawing your bitches. <laughs> All right, so Castlevania, right? It's based off of a video game, Vampire Hunter, right? The Belmont family—they're known for hunting vampires. The original three characters for the series for the the games were was Alucard, which is Dracula's son, right? Who's half human in this? Like uh, Dracula actually had a wife and everything. They killed her. The Catholic Church killed her. Oh, she, he... Alucard. Alucard. So to play An anagram of Dracula? His, really? his real name is Adrian, if I remember right, I think. But then he goes by Alucard because he's like Dracula's opposite, kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas Dracula's evil and dark, Alucard's still kind of like... He's a little tone deaf, but he's not evil at all. He Because he's half-human, he learned to love people through his mother. You know what I'm saying? But they murdered his mom. His mom made him swear in the series. I don't know about it in the game, but in the series that she... That he wouldn't blame the humans. And that he would stop his father if his father did anything regarding this. Right? So he had to watch his mom die, which is crazy. You, bro, the first season is fucking amazing. The whole series is amazing. First season takes, is, takes a kick, though. 
So it's, I'm it's, gonna have to watch it. Oh, man, you're gonna have to because the whole thing is the whole the whole idea is Dracula losing his shit and then wanting to summon like the hordes of hell. I and, saw the first season. Oh, the whole I first saw, season. I saw, I saw the first season literally up until the. Okay, last so you seen it when he summoned like the army and shit and yeah, then okay. beating everybody and everything. So season that season one it makes season one kind of makes it seem is, like it's just him. My thing is it's on Netflix and Netflix be playing with my emotions too much. I start watching this show they cancel it. I can't be my no, emotions can't be played this, with they, like they, this. They, <laughs> they conclude their story. Okay. okay. Netflix these the four seasons that they got concludes their story. Oh, oh, it's over now. So I can watch it to completion. For their story, yes. Oh, oh, so this oh, Castlevania oh, 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 news oh, oh. that's coming out is is there is uh right. Trevor, the main character, he's the vampire hunter, the human, and uh his his girlfriend Belmont. Belmont, right, yeah. Belmont and uh damn, what is her name? The the magician girl. The redhead? Yeah. They end up together, throw it in, right? They spoilers. End, spoilers. It's, <laughs> it's their descendant that gets this new show that's coming out, that's been confirmed. Oh, so we don't. And they shit. said descendant. So I don't exactly know because I didn't play the video games. I know it's based on the video games. I didn't play it. I don't actually know how many years this is set after. So this could be like a son, a grandson. This could be know. son, grandson, or someone along the way. But he is a Belmont. He has her eyes, and he looks like he almost has like a boyish version of her haircut. And he has the whip, uh, which oh, will be Trevor's oh. whip. So like, if he has Trevor's whip, so he this some this some from Avatar to Legend of Korra type shit. I <laughs> hope not. <laughs> that was garbage. Oh, don't do Legend of Korra like that, man. Bro, Legend of Korra was do garbage as fuck. It wasn't garbage. It was horrible. It was not as good as It was Avatar. good because of the side characters. Korra herself was garbage as shit. And the way they did right. Aang in that series, like he was a bad father. John, we had an hour 55. I don't even get it. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't got the time to hear me rant and prove that I'm right. That I shit was garbage. Shit was atrocious. Yeah, got the time, but but yeah. Korra was alright, man. It had its moments, man. All right, it's definitely not Castlevania. Your fucking wishes. It's it's worth it, bro. <laughs> it's a great ass series. <laughs> it's a great ass series. You know what I'm saying? You see, you see like different perspectives of the war. You see everybody who was involved. Their adventures going on to the left and right. Even the bad guys. See what I'm saying? So it's not just like Trevor, his girl, or Alucard's like perspective of things. You also see some of the villains that that were a part of it in season two and three. You see their stories play out too. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So like story A is the, the main three, the protagonist. Story B is like the victims, which bad guys turn victims and victims turn bad guys. Their story. You see what I'm saying? And then season four concludes their story. Oh, it's fucking amazing, dog. It is phenomenal. It is awesome shit. Apparently, and there's been rumors for a while now, which I'm, I'm going to throw this out there, even though there's rumors and no real, to my knowledge, there's no real confirmation. The same people that are that, that made Castlevania on Netflix, they're making, they're also making or working on the Devil May Cry series. Get the fuck out of here. Yes. Is that a rumor? Or is it just... It's been a rumor online for like a year or two now. I haven't found anything that's confirmed it. Maybe there is stuff that's confirmed it. I don't know. I haven't actually seen anything past the rumors. I hope that shit is true. I hope it's fucking true. Because we need a Devil May Cry Oh my God, a Devil May Cry series will be fucking I, I never understood. Like there is one. I think there's like one miniseries or something like that. There's one anime. Yes, and it was garbage. That's what I watched like, it. It was I stupid. I don't understand why like... Why can't why is that not like a long format series? Like I just don't get that. I, I want to say it's because of like obviously the budgeting you have with animation. You can't you can't design a character super intricate as fuck right, and with, have, move, and like, have them animate and move me and have like great fighting style without having like Netflix behind you. you See, know why I say simplicity is more. Eh, bullshit. You got big ass fucking you got big ass fucking people backing up Dragon Ball Super yeah, and Dragon shit. Yeah, but you can still have. You can still have. You could take the, the design. That ain't gotta yeah. be. Watch you, Castlevania. Watch the fighting the, scenes. They got some intricate designs, and the fighting is still fucking phenomenal. Right. right. Yeah. So it can still be done. 
And so I need Devil May Cry on like an Amazon or some shit like that. Oh, right? no. All right. Uh, gutsy and, and blood and guts and shit, too. No, I mean budget-wise. Oh, budget-wise. If if Netflix stopped playing around and canceling all these goddamn animated shows, then maybe, I mean, I think Netflix could still do some justice with it. If they stop with all these budget cuts. I'd rather not have Netflix shit. play with my already in. I'd rather it be on Amazon. Yeah, Amazon, Amazon will do pretty well. I see that one. But I'm going to have to check out Castlevania. You know what I've been on? Oh, man, it's fucking phenomenal. What you been you on? You know what I've been on, anime-wise? What? I've been, I done checked out an old friend of ours. Spy Family. Spy Family. Spy <laughs> Family. That shit is so gas, bro. Oh, time out, time out. So, Spy Family, right? That's what it's called? Nah, nah, Spy man. See, you said it. Spy Times, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, you said it right this time. See, he knows what the fuck it's called. If, if, I, y'all recall some episodes back, he was arguing that it was Spy Times Family and not just Spy Family. I did not argue that it was Spy Times Family. I said it sounded cooler. And it does. It Spy does. T- he Spy knows it himself. So. Spy nah, Times nah, He knows what the fuck it is. On the, so, on the last episode of Spy Times Family. <laughs> it was how cool that shit sounded. <laughs> but, nah, I've been catching up on that, man. That shit is so phenomenal because it's like, I've never seen a series like this. It's it's, it's it's like the top anime in the world right now, I think. Oh, my and God. I don't even think the fucking guy that made it was intending for it to go this big. I think he was just filling the gap between hiatuses and his other work. Which is nuts, because this, this shit is out of there, man. Like, it's it's amazing. It's it's phenomenal. Like, on so, it's on so many different levels. So, of course, you know, you had the characters of, of Twilight, uh, Anya, and uh, Yor. You know this. And this, Bond this, the dog. Well, I haven't got to Bond. Oh, right. I haven't got in the series. I don't know where uh, in the dub. I'm on episode nine. I'm, right. uh, I don't, they haven't got to the, the dog yet. But you, you had this, you know, this fake family, this uh, spy family of sorts, who's led by Twilight, who's this spy, who's on a mission to get close to uh, his target uh, in this other country, who is you know plotting on his country, and you know there's this war going on behind the scenes. And Twilight, you know, needs to get to this target to stop the war. To do this, he, he, he's, he's putting together this intricate plan, or his, his uh, agency is putting together this intricate plan, where he is to pretend to have a family and enroll his daughter in the same school as the target's son. All of this just to get close to his target. That's a crazy intricate plan, but he needs to put together a fake family that feels <laughs> real to do this. And he begins to do this by first getting Anya. But he doesn't know that Anya is a telepathic child who's been experimented <laughs> on and can read his thoughts. So, but what I love about the show is that like through that, through that relationship and through her like always knowing what's really going on, even though he thinks that she doesn't because she can read his mind. Kind of like a commentary on kids in itself. You know, they always say like kids be knowing more than what you give credit for. Right. They, they know more of their surroundings than what you give. And if you think back when you was a kid, you didn't know it all, but you knew more than people gave you credit for. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like this show does a really good job of portraying that. Like, even though it's like it does it with superpowers or it does it through, you know what I'm saying? Like spy mm-hmm. means it does, it shows family dynamics and the dynamics of, you know, either raising a child or being a child very well it, you know what I'm saying like I feel like the creator takes is taking it from his own personal experience from being a child and from being maybe a parent as well because they both feel like real you know yeah. you get a real feel from it and I have you know I haven't got too too deep with Yori yet where I'm at right now she's just like trying to be the best mother that she can be and stuff like that but not really knowing how to do that but trying to do it anyway she trained Anya and stuff like that she, and <laughs> sent her to school you know what I'm saying to try, like you know with defense training to defend herself because that's how she knows how to take care of herself so that's how she told Anya how to take care of herself 
Twilight, he all about the mission. Like he treating everything, everything is is the mission to him. And like even their family dynamics, he's treating that like a mission. So like to keep one of them from being sad, like that if that you know that is the success of the mission, that's what he'll do. But you see, like although it's about the mission, it starts to become like he really does care for these people. He really does care, you know, whether she's sad or not. He'll he'll frame it as well, you know, she needs to be in a good mood for the mission. Right, but like he really starts to care for these two. And he's people. not conscious about it until he's he seems like he 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 plays it off like it's the mission, but in actuality right. he's conscious of their feelings. Yes, yeah, yes. He's, he's like, like huh. you know, when they finally get to because you know, one of the main plot lines was you know her getting into the school, and when they get to the interview, and they're being insulted by one of the headmasters of the school, and the headmaster's insulting Anya, he finds himself unable to control his anger. And he's like, what am I doing? Like, you know, this doesn't matter. Like, this is my family. This is Boy, a mission. Bust up that fucking table. And say, bust hey, my the bad, table. Bro, oh, yeah. My mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you seen your your was cracking her fingers like she was going to shove her whole palm through that man's yeah. eyeball, dog. Yeah. yeah it was gangster. I love you. And then, bro, I, I read the manga, right? I watch the anime and I read the manga, but I'm farther in the manga than I am in the anime, right? Mm-hmm. That scene in the manga was awesome because it's just like you really think it's going to be your that's going to be doing the shit. And then one panel over, boom, you see that it was Twilight that jumped first. And you're just like, oh, shit. It didn't even pan out to show us that this man was getting mad. Right. It just, it, he was telling Yor and Anya to calm down and relax the whole time. And then, boom, made Anya cry. She started crying for her actual mom, which, again, we don't even know who that really is or whatever. And then, you motherfucker, mad as hell. Boy, he hate making the fuck out that table. Yeah, that was an epic moment. They was like, what are you doing? <laughs> he was like, sorry, mosquito. <laughs> He's like, you don't know those mosquitoes kill more love, people. I love, the head, bro, I love the headmaster, bro. I love the headmaster who like fell in love with the elegance. Like elegance. Yeah, he's like elegance. Twilight is that dude, bro. He always is a plan <laughs> for the plan. Like he, these, these, the headmaster sets up a trap for them. Like you know to see like the test their elegance and everything for the school. He has like a kid like trapped in mud or something like that. And it's like, will they will they stop and dirty their clothes and help the kid, or how will they help the kid and not dirty their clothes? And Twilight says, "Fuck that!" Jumps right in there, grabs the kid out, messes up his clothes, and he's like, he jumped right in there. But not thought of his clothes. But he can't come in here like that. And then Twilight goes, "What's well, good? I thought of that." And And then something else happens. His clothes get ruined again. Something that wasn't planned. Yeah, like it was some the, cows the, the animals and shit. Animals yeah, yeah. And like his clothes get messed up. He's like, and, and the headmaster like he understands. He's like, you know, this was this one wasn't planned. This yeah, was we real. can do an interview yeah. tomorrow. Don't worry about. It. He's like, oh, we don't have to do that. And then we're playing for this shit too. This too. <laughs> a third outfit. Like what? Like and then fucking yo was like, you look better. And gray, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, that shit was fucking funny as well. Yeah. Like, yo, two times. The show, yeah, the show, the show is really, yeah, yeah. really good. Of course, then they think they're not gonna get into school when he, you know, busts the table in front of the headmaster that was making fun of them. But then the headmaster who takes a liking to them, he's like, nah, damn that. He gets them on the list yeah. and stuff like that. And they manage to get in, which is really cool. Now, then where it picks up from there, where I last left off was like, on oh, you're like going to school, and like, I should have known like Twilight was not about to like, because I'm thinking like, okay. Maybe we're going to get to see him, like, take on other missions while, like, she's going nah, to school and stuff nah. like that. <laughs> no, this man is so entrenched in his mission. Even even Anya going to school is a part of his mission. Like, he needs her to get close to his target son. So he's going to make sure this happens. This dude is sitting on the rooftops at the school looking down at his binoculars. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> like, like, he's watching, like, recess. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> like, Controlling ass father, right? Yeah. Shit. And then, like, he doesn't know his daughter's telepath. So sometimes she knows he's there. Like, she knows. Like, she's, she's like, holy shit, dad. She's, she's like, oh, no. I have to. I can't. <laughs> gee, I have to. I can't fail the mission. <laughs> For world peace. I love that, too. Like, because sometimes, like, like, 
as a kid, another thing is like a commentary, like it's being a kid. Sometimes as a kid, like you think the smallest things are like the biggest things in the world. Yeah. And she's like, I gotta be friends with him. I gotta apologize. I gotta do it for world peace. Yeah. Like that just, that just, like how she said it, like it reminded me of my childhood. And that shit, just, just like I said, it's just a wonderful, wonderful yeah. series. So I can't wait to see like where it goes. I want to see more of your storyline and more of the assassin stuff. I, I won't spoil anything right now, but uh, right now we're, we're just going through Twilight's like origin. Okay. Yeah, we... Which is crazy because we still don't know. It's an origin of how he got to where he's at, but it's like they're still leaving out a lot it's of still information. More yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, also, I love that I got to watch the episode where like they got into the school and to celebrate Anya like wanted to you know do something fun and everything like that. So they this dude like went all out for Anya like and all because you know in his mind again it's all for the sake of the mission. So to keep her happy and make her happy to go to school, you know, to keep the sake of the mission, he decides to. Rent a castle, the spy castle. He ran out of Disney loves. World, basically. He used to rent out a castle that's from the television show, the spy show that Anya watches, <laughs> and calls every spy at his agency and has them come play roles of, of like criminals that he, so he can, that he can yeah. fight and she's a princess that he needs to save and it's super dope and they spend like tons of like taxpayer dollars to do it and it's, 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 it's hilarious oh, bro, hilarious that episode. scene with that episode is probably like my fucking favorite it's, it's, it's amazing he had that, that one curly haired character that looked like Bad Bunny was short yeah <laughs> he's, he was like, instigating the fuck out of that shit bro he was he is hilarious <laughs> oh man I fuck with him heavy dog and then fucking yours she got drunk off of like two sips of wine yeah and her being drunk till episode was like a, it was a way for her to not like kind of see the whole spy shit that was going on. Yeah, and she didn't ask any questions like how is this all happening? Or something <laughs> yeah, like, she's just drunk, drunk, and 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 then Twilight he almost found out that you're like her. This is like the most he ever seen her skills. Just she got drunk. And they started fighting. She started fighting him. Because she thought he was for real trying to kidnap fucking Anya for a second. And, there. like, she was fighting him. His clothes started to, like, break off. Like, he was, like, some real anime shit. Like, I was like, this show is so fucking hilarious. <laughs> but, yeah, her man. Her fucking, uh, her heel broke and she fell, collapsed, and knocked yeah. herself out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this show is crazy, man. Uh, it's a good-ass show. I fuck with it. It's crazy because he's using them as a cover, but then yours using them as a cover, too. She's an assassin. But she's open with her, the fact that it's a cover, because she's telling him she doesn't want to be suspected by the government. Right. But, like, he doesn't know she's in the seven. He, she doesn't know he's a spy. Anya knows, knows it all. Yeah, she knows, knows it all. Anya knows it all, and I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So I'm going to keep watching this series. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. It's a good one. I, I'm reading it right now. It's it's good. It's great. It's, it's well written. It's funny. You know what I mean? I was a little hesitant to start it, but I'm like, no, this is this is this was worth it. This yeah. was I'm glad it's, I gave it a shot. Spy Family is definitely a series that's like for the whole family too. Yeah, and, it's it's know, like wholesome as fuck. Yeah. It's yeah. it's you know, it has it has enough action if you if that's what you're into and it has some heartwarming storytelling if that's what you're into. It's funny if that's what you're into. It has really something for everybody. Yeah. It's it, it really is for all ages. Yeah. You know. So definitely give it a give it a whirl. But I think that's it. I think we got everything for this week. I think we've talked about everything for this week. Let me, let me make sure I'm going to take a look at you know, the list. I might have forgot something. I don't know. I, I, I don't on my list. I don't know about your list. He said I'm getting my list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I think that's it. I think that's it. I think we got a good episode. And I think it is time for... What's the time for, bro? Shameless. <laughs> Promotion. Promotion. <laughs> you talking about this, bro? You just gotta walk backwards while you're saying it, so it sounds like the echo. You ain't gotta say it lower. Don't mess with the process. <laughs> go ahead, go first, bro. Jesus, well, I gotta go first. I can't do it and go first. It puts a lot of pressure on me. All right, Georges, I'll go first. Then. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus Christ. 
So, right now, I am currently working on nothing. <laughs> I actually <laughs> dropped my Vecna piece already last week. I've dropped it on Twitter, uh, not Twitter, I'm sorry, on TikTok and on my Instagram, which is at Young Wolf Art. Uh, so what I'm going to be working on, what you guys could be looking out for, is I'm going to be dropping some uh, some Thor fan art pieces. Yeah, I'm going to look out for that. I'll, I'll probably drop some of the process videos as I'm going along on my Instagram page like I always do. Uh, so yeah, go ahead and TikTok you know, too. And TikTok too, yeah. So go out there, you know, show us some love, look at some other art that's there. You know what I mean? Like it, comment, let me know what you like about it, let me know what you don't, so I can cuss you the fuck up. Uh, and that's all I got. All right. This week... I have talked about this for a while, but I have finally decided to put this into motion, and I've worked on it this weekend, and I have, like, at least the first couple segments ready. Here we go. I talked about doing, like, something like quick hitters or, uh, you know, just something, quick thoughts, something on my head, roll off the top of my head that could be quick, and it's not, you know, it's not, this show is long format, but something that I can give you in 30 seconds or 60 seconds, something like that. I'm bringing back something that I used to do on Facebook. A long time ago. I used to call it John Georgia Speaks. I'm doing it again, but I'm taking it to TikTok. Doing it to TikTok, I'm talking about shows that we don't talk about on here. Things we you know we get geeky on here. We talk about the Marvel, we talk about the DC, we talk about the anime. I wanna talk about crime shows, I wanna talk about uh you know that you know the uh god damn it, I'm trying to think of the word for it. Like the uh I don't wanna just say the villain, you know, like uh the criminal mastermind characters, the uh, the Walter Whites, the Ghosts, the Tony Sopranos. I want to talk about those types of shows on a separate form, and I think that's what John Georgia Speaks can be about. So I'm going to be doing that on TikTok very, very soon. And not just that. We'll talk about just different things, but it'll be quick format, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, John Georgia Speaks. I'm doing that on TikTok. And you'll also get clips of Three Geeks in a Pod on TikTok as well. My TikTok is... John George's 96, and we will be making an official Three Geeks in a Pod TikTok very, very, very soon. Hell yeah. Get at us on Instagram, Three Geeks in a Pod, 3GKS underscore N underscore A Pod. I'm on Instagram at sunjgs 0 NJG, very easy to remember. No, not hard at all. Not, not hard. I'm going to say it again. S 0 NJG. That's it. Very, very simple. Very easy to remember. No underscores. No underscores. No. No. See, I'm saying very easy. S. All you gotta do is remember it's it's Sun J. We tested this shit, guys. He was like, "Go type in Sun. You're gonna find my name first. And we did, and his shit didn't pop up for shit for like five letters. That's why you put the zero instead of the N. But it got me the error of zero instead of oh. But anyway, man. Yeah. So it's gonna be fun, man. Thanks for checking us out again every week, rocking with us. We appreciate you. It's love. Um. Yeah. Until next week. Oh yeah, we'll be expanding soon, guys. Just keep you know keep a lookout for us. Absolutely. Get on the train now. <laughs> he said, get on the train. Get on the train. He now. said, get on the train Don't now. Get the autographs he, now, because once I got boy, once I got a thousand followers, I just, he about to start talking. Crazy. Is, I'm gonna go ahead and stop this before he. <laughs> <laughs>